two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dirty and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. Sarge, they can't see what you're playing. What do you, what, what do you got in your hands there, bud? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing anything. What do, you, what do you got in your hands there? Are you still playing, you playing Starfield? I'm pausing. Still? I'm pausing. I'm pausing. I'm pausing. <laughs> pausing. <laughs> he is... He's just, he's just constantly, just constantly playing Starfield. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and you can also watch us over on Spotify as well. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, you can uh, hit that like button down below. You can hit the subscribe button, uh, and you can also become a member as little as $5. It helps us out. And we appreciate you coming out for the live chat uh, here for the podcast. You can also watch me throughout the week, Monday through Thursday in the mornings from 10 o'clock in the morning to about noon Eastern time. We just read the news with live chat. You guys are 100% part of the stories or a part of the conversation. And we also do Let's Plays Monday through Wednesday night. And then we do the podcast here. And then we also do uploads uh, as well when I have time for those. So, Sarge, episode 367. How you doing, man? How's, this, uh, how's, how's, how's the week going? It's long. long, long because week. because of of real world or like long because of it's Starfield. Long. I don't know. Just this this particular week just went by. It's just long. It's long, just long. I I I I, <clears throat> I tried reading a bunch of stories, like trying to keep kept you know catch up to like what's going on in, in gaming and whatnot, and it's. It's always it's like it's it's like a it's like a New Jersey barge fire. It's 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 just it's it's always, it's always in motion always and it's just burning constantly. Like there's just a bunch of shit going on all the time. It's yeah, just it's... all and, and most of it most of it is all complete smoke and mirror shit talk. Constantly. constantly. I mean that's that's what gaming is, isn't it? I mean I, I don't even no, use it. It wasn't. <clears throat> no, it was it, it was get I a said, game play I've said game. It once. I've said it once, and I'll say it a thousand times, right? As soon as the suits realize the potential profit margins in making video games, the entire industry changed within, like, four well, years. Sure, it was like that, four years. You could say that for anything, right? Like, movie making in the back in the day. No one gave a shit about video games. The nerds made them. Other nerds played them. And nobody else cared, Right. But as soon as it started encroaching on NFL money, they were like, wait, 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 we can make a video game, make all kinds <laughs> yeah. of money. I don't yeah. even have to buy the Redskins and I can make a bazillion dollars. Bobby Kodak was exciting yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Please. So Please. On, on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. We're going to be talking about uh, leaked emails from Phil Spencer talking about the AAA games in the, in the industry. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Game Pass uh, to make $8 billion revenue in by 2030. Uh, we're going to talk about AI and how there's a gaming company in Sweden that's basically replacing half of its staff with AI. Yeah, uh, they need them. 
We're going to talk about Todd Howard explains how Starfield's combat AI was intentionally made stupid and also how planet exploration uh, in Starfield was brutal before it got nerfed. We're going to talk about VR headsets, Sarge. I, talk, I, I talked about this earlier this week about VR headsets making 40 to 70% of people sick and nauseous. Right? And then uh, just the next day, uh, MetaQuest Connect happened and MetaQuest 3 is out and we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about PlayStation. PlayStation boss says story-driven games will remain bedrock of Sony's first party. And then also that same guy who said that is also no longer the guy who says that anymore because he's gone from the company. Uh, he's still with them now, but he's leaving in March. Uh, then we're going to talk about Epic. Epic Games, uh, they said, boohoo us. We need, we're not making enough money, so we need to raise the prices of V-Bucks. Oh, and by the way, we need to fire... 890 people from the staff, but we're still hiring. Don't worry. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, two games that are being delayed or being pushed into 2024. Uh, and that should be it. So let's start talking about what we've been playing. All right, Sarge, another week. We know what you've been playing. So yep. how's Starfield going? <laughs> how, how's Starfield going? No, it's, no, what's weird about this is that Sarge can't really talk about it because he doesn't want to ruin it for anybody, anybody else that's been not playing the game or, or playing the game and hasn't come across certain things. It's it. Okay, so a couple things. Let's let's just just. Uh, okay. Let's just go to, Are we'll, you still we'll, enjoying we'll it? We'll just skim. We'll just skim the top. No, there's no deep diving. We'll just skim the top. Uh, uh, since apparently the game is only a puddle deep. So right. It's just. It's just a puddle. It's just. It's a mile wide and, a, and an inch deep. All right. So my yeah. first. My first question is, and I'm always watching videos on on Starfield because I just like to see the 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 anger for no reason. I, I like. Oh, you're I like not. To know you're that, not watching videos of like spoilers. You're watching people just talking shit about Starfield. Well, I. I'm I'm listening to people talk shit about it at the same time listening to data that 10 million people are playing it. So it's it's kind of hard to think that the game is such a shitty game and yet that many people are playing it. But I guess I can just look back to Cyberpunk and feel the exact same way. So the thing I notice, and and this is what I mean by shit talk, is the constant reiteration reiteration that there are no facial expressions in this game. And so I thought maybe it's me. I mean, it's like, maybe it's like me. Sarge? You know, but just wide open. Maybe it's me. So maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm being biased. So I loaded up I loaded up Oblivion, I loaded up Fallout 3, yep. I loaded up Fallout 4, I watched some videos in 76, I loaded up Skyrim, and I and I just played the first couple minutes, 10 minutes or so talking to people in the, I talked to everybody in town. And I notice everybody in town, pretty much the same way. They they lock into the center yep. like this, and they yep. go. Bah, 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 yeah, there's no movement. No, no. And we loved it. We 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 played yep. all the games. Yep. Everything was fine. So Starfield comes out. They bust their ass trying to make the best best game possible with their shitty game engine. And they I thought they did a good job. Yep. And 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 just to be safe, what I did was I turned off the subtitles. I've been. So I that since have day one. to look at them. Yeah, you have to look right? at them. But, but I haven't. But I haven't. Right. So I turned off the subtitles because I I thought to myself maybe I'm reading too much, 
and I just stared at the person I was talking to them, and I was picking all kinds of answers, the crazy answers, whatever else, and I'm watching the facial expressions. I see a little bit of anger. I see a perturbment. I see a little sadness in the eye. I see the sadness face. Like, I don't understand what they mean when they say there are no facial expressions. Now, unless you're just trying to sell videos, you're just trying to just want clicks. Yeah, yeah you you'll what, say whatever. Well, that's exactly that's exactly what like, it is. I, I get it, but at the same time, I'm looking. I'm like, I'm like, this game has the most facial expressions of any Bethesda game ever, and so I don't understand that comment anymore. And so I'm, I stopped watching them all. I'm, I'm not, I'm not clicking on anything anymore. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, right? If you think that there are no facial expressions inside this game then I guess you've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda for way too long. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Here, I'm, I'm going to try to bring it, it up... It just seems weird. It just seems weird. I'm going I'm to bring, right, so bring up footage I, of... I of... watched I watched a little bit of your stream. I know you're doing Crimson... The Crimson I'm, I'm uh, done with fleet, it. Yeah, I'm done with right? it. And I know the best game in the... The best gun in the game is inside that quest line. So my only question to you is, how do you like it? It's, it's, like ridic the, it's, like it's ridiculous. So it's OP, right? It, it's, it's ridiculous. OP. Yeah, I'll show you too in, in in a couple seconds. Right? I know what the, I know what the gun is. I know what it is. Well, I'll show I'll show chat what what right. Here's here's the gun, right? Let me let me uh, let me fast forward to to this part here, and you and you can see how fast I'm mowing people down. Okay. Did I already kill everybody? I don't know if I already killed everybody here. I think I might have killed people here. So I found I found the one guy that I didn't want to find that's duplicated and they were lazy about it and I found him. But I think I found him on accident and now his face is stuck in my head and every time I look at him now, I know he's a copy pasta guy. Oh, if you go to if you go to Hope, right? If you go to Hope, yeah. That's that's how it is. I it, it, it bugs the shit out of me because yeah. Hope is such a small area. And yeah. like, there's they like could, they should, they four or five duplicate guys, yeah, yep. right there. I was just like, I was like, yep. come on. Yeah, but the the guy I'm talking about, you actually have to interact with. So that's how I know he's he's try, completely copy pasta guy. Like, I listen, I get it, man. It's a, it's this is a complicated game. It's a, it, it, a lot of stuff's going on inside this game, like a lot. Um, what I will say is, since I since I did the quest for uh, the uh, here, watch, the watch how fast guy, I kill people here. So since I was uh, doing missions for Xenofresh and making, you know, Aurora for the Seven Eleven guy, yeah, the Russian, the Russian guy, and so I decided I'm like, why, why would I want to make Aurora for this guy, right? And then I just remembered the recipe since I've made it now like over fifty times, what the recipe for Aurora is, and I noticed because of this, I noticed that if you go around to the vendors in Neon. A lot of people accidentally sell chambass, like just just for shits and giggles, they sell chambass. And I'm like, why would you guys sell chambass? That sounds weird. Like, who would want chambass? And I go, oh, wait, chambass is an ingredient inside Aurora. So now what I do when I, if this is, this is, what, I, this is what I end up doing when I, when I turn the game on, if I don't have a quest that's immediately in front of me that I didn't save exactly where it is, I go, what do I feel like doing, right? And so I'll look in my inventory, and if I have over 100 Chambas, I go, oh, it's time to make some drugs. And so basically I've turned the lodge into a crack den, right? 
and I basically keep making Aurora, right? And I store it in the in the chest down in the lodge. Okay. And when the chest is full, when then I can't you, put you, any more Aurora it. in the chest, then I go around and I sell Aurora to whoever I can sell Aurora to, <laughs> like like a crackhead, right? It's 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 humorous to me that. It's like I give my character a bipolar disorder a little bit because, like, I'll play the game normal, right? But as soon as I'm carrying around, like, 500 doses of, of Aurora, then I think to myself, wait a minute, where can I go, right? Because every time you go someplace— Yeah, you're going to get scanned. You're, 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 get, you're getting scanned, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's, it's taken me—I've been to jail a bunch of times, needless to say. So— after going to jail a few times, I know which areas have the scans now, right? So then I decided I'll avoid them. But then I decided, why do I want to avoid them? I'll just go get the shielded cargo containers and just put the Aurora inside the shielded cargo containers, and I won't have a problem. But I will say this. If you max out the shielded cargo container you stole with it. a shit ton of Aurora, they still find it. Yeah, it was so the same. You have to, brain you brain have said to keep... they catch you, like, uh, even with 90%, you still get caught. Yeah. Right, you have to you have to carry so much of into the, sh the 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 capacity for the shielded cargo container can't be over a certain amount, right? I don't know why people are selling. I don't know why people are selling like little pieces of uh, adaptive frames and magnetic ball squares. That's what I'm, I'm doing like, right now. That's all I'm doing. Like I I sell Aurora, bro. I sell Aurora. But do you need the, how much? Do you, how much does it sell for? It's like three hundred and fifty or four hundred a pop. Oh, that's a lot more than. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, more. That's like ten it's times. Aurora. That's ten times more than. So then, the... so then, basically, what I do is when I when I'm carrying it around, I put myself in like the the drug mule mindset, right? And so I'll take a bunch of Aurora and then fly my ship, right? And sometimes <laughs> I hope to get into combat. And then what ends up happening is is I'll I'll I'll, I'll try to take over other ships, and then I sell. I, I found this out, and I'm not sure if anybody else found this out, but it's actually more money to actually disable a ship board it, take everything out of it, and then to blow it up and then collect whatever's left, right? Because if you try to sell it, right, you're only getting like two grand. Yeah, you're only getting like two, three grand. That's it. You get like two grand. Yeah. But if you take everything that's inside the ship and just destroy the ship and sell everything that you got, because inside the ship, usually the, the, the cargo's got money and the safe's got money. I get more than like four or five grand per ship anyway. It's... It's it's better this way. I, I was trying to break it down this way, right? I thought I, I, I tried to take a ship, bring it to the ship guy, and then, you know, register it. And then I wanted to sell off all the pieces for it. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Because I thought maybe you would get more money for each of the pieces. No, no yeah. you don't. It doesn't you don't. it doesn't work that way. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. So what I did also notice is I, I I had too much money burning a hole in my pocket. I'm like, let me make a ship finally. Let me spend some time and learn how to make a good a ship. ship for for really right. cheap. So I had I had like I don't know, maybe six hundred and fifty thousand dollars, something like that. Or oh, sorry, credits. Right. Six hundred and fifty K. That's right, credits. Fees. Right, whatever. Right. So I'm building a ship from scratch, right? And I didn't realize at first that it's better to build on your custom landing bay on your outpost than yeah, it is you get anywhere all else. The because you get all, all the pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you get all the pieces. So I'm messing around, I'm messing around. It's been two and a half hours. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to build a ship for two and a half hours. I'm just learning. I'm learning the pieces, right? I'm just learning the pieces, like what they are, what this is. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? This is part of the game. 
right? This is part of the game. Learning the ship thing is part of the game, right? And so now I laugh because my other friend who doesn't have an Xbox Series yeah, X, he's got, an Xbox, he's, got a... he's got an Xbox One. Yeah, and he's right? playing. He has an Xbox One. He's playing. He's playing. He's put a lot Starfield. of time in, too. He's, yeah, yeah, he's catching up to us. Yeah, he's, right? he's passed me. He's, he passed me. Yeah, you saw him? Did yeah. You see his hours? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's like cra- seven, he goes seven, crazy. seven, eight days into it. He's now. crazy. Yeah. So he plays through the cloud on Xbox One. Yeah, he's having problems, but he doesn't care. He loves it so much, he doesn't care. Yeah. Right. So he keeps sending me pictures. <laughs> he keeps sending me pictures of the of the ships he's making, right? I have to show you one picture. Let me see if I can get this send, to come send on. It, send it to text it to me. I can I can put it on my right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta see this picture. So I realized after two and a half hours, I didn't realize what I was making. But when I when I looked at it from I started looking back at it, I'm like, I think I just made the Defiant from Star Trek. Like, <laughs> like that's the ship I had in my head. Like for some reason I had the Defiant in my head, and that's the ship I ended up making. Right. So I thought to myself, like, think of the creativity you have to use to make the ship. And then the crazy guys who are making ships and then putting blueprints online for other people to make. Yeah, there's there's people right? literally it's making just it for fun. where they cut it down by layers, like what pieces you're going to use for the first layer and then the second yeah. layer, and which yeah. it's just for fun. Yeah. It, but I'm sorry, I, I forgot. Is is a video game supposed to be fun, or that's, are that's, we that's, just supposed that's... to are we just supposed to yell about them all the time? Well, it's fun yelling about them too. That's 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 always well, fun. If if well if if someone's got a gun to my head the entire time and tell me I have to buy something and I know it's a piece of shit, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Like, this is a piece of shit. It just is. I, I'm having a lot of fun with the game, man. Gotta, like, gotta get. So far, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wreck anything. Um, but uh, all right, let me see. Did you get? Did you get it? I sent it to you. Yeah, I got it. Let me. Uh... I'm like, I, at first, I thought, I'm like, what are you making, bro? That looks like a transformer. Like, do you, that's a sp- that's a ship. He's like, that's the ship I just made the last. I made the ship the last hour. I'm like, in the last hour. Like yeah. it's a million dollar ship. It's like it's, like it's a million dollar ship. I'm like, how do you have a million dollars? You haven't even been playing that long. He's like, I've been playing every day. Yeah, no, he's you've been playing every you've been playing every day. I wait for the wife to go to sleep. He's like, I wait for the wife to go to sleep and I stay up until about four o'clock in the morning and I just keep playing. I'm like, bro, do you like this game? Do you want me to buy this for you? Like dude, seriously, you you you're catching up to me. I've been playing for three weeks. Yeah. He's 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 caught up. He's there. Um, how do I here we go. Open up a new tab. So this is this is what Sarge just sent me. All right. So he's he made like a scorpion. That's it looks like some sort of transformer. Like that's it, it's pretty it looks good. Like scorpion. Like I that's yeah. his ship. I'm like, bro, that's awesome. Like, bro, you got too much time. I don't even know how to make a ship. Wait a minute. I'm like he sent me this. I'm Wait like, I don't even know how to make a ship. He's he's got a hundred. Is that one point four? 1.4 million credits? Yeah. 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 That, that's, he, you know what, he, you know what that's I, awesome. I said? Have you, you know what he said to me? He goes, I haven't made an outpost yet. Can you can you explain it to me? I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm like, you don't have an outpost? He goes, he goes, no, I don't have an outpost. I'm like, how the fuck do you have $1.4 million if you don't have an outpost? He's like, he's like, oh, uh, I ship. I put a bunch of guns on it, and I, I went space. I went space pirate for like forty-eight hours, and I just, I just, I just kill everybody, take the ships, and I sell them. I'm like, one point four million dollars worth of space pirate shit. I'm like, and I tried it. I tried it. And I'm like, you don't make. You make two grand a ship. 
you make you make two grand for turning yeah. the ship, maybe four for a big one. I'm like, how the hell do you have one point four million dollars if you don't have an outpost? I'm blown away, dude. I'm like, how the fuck does he make that much money? Well, even if how? you because even if you make that much even if you make that money, you have to travel so far to drop off the stuff because each vendor only has five thousand. Max, yeah, uh, five thousand. Yeah. You know how many people okay, you have so to visit. This is, <laughs> but this is why. But this is why my head hurts. I'm like, okay, he's got no outposts. He's just been a pirate. He figured out how to how he to make a ship had to get the puddle, like, the puddle, the puddle glitch or something where he was like stealing it and uh, then I'm thinking, and stuff. I'm thinking that's what it was. Was there a glitch? I don't know about. Yeah, Let him look there, it up. Is already, there a glitch? They already fixed it. They already fixed it. It's a it was okay. A, it was so a puddle glitch in a, in Aquila. There's a, a what glitch? A puddle glitch. So a puddle glitch. Yeah. So Bethesda, the way they put their their storage, so no one steals. Because if they had the storage on the actual person, people would pickpocket yeah. them. Okay. Right. So what Bethesda did was take the a chest, put all the stuff that the vendor sells. Oh, like in Skyrim. And they put it and underneath the, the ground. Chest is nearby. Yeah. They put yeah, it the underneath chest the is ground. Nearby. Okay. So for some reason, when you came out of Aquila, there yeah. was a puddle. Out of the first shop, out of the general store, right? There was a puddle yeah. on the ground, and if yeah. you just walked over it, you would see it. All of a sudden, it would say like, like interact, like you can interact with it. And you interact with like it, like Skyrim, and you would go inside the actual yeah, chest. like Skyrim. Yeah. So that was two places in Aquila that would do that. Two out of a puddle. Ah. So a lot of people, what they were doing okay. was 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 doing it. I know of it because I passed. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't care if people do it. But people are Come upset. On, bro. That's like you look down, you see a million-dollar bill on the ground. You're like, I'm not going to pick it up. No, I, no, I that's watch, fine. Watching me. Well, that's fine if you do it once, but then you, you right. rest and do it again and do it again yeah, yeah. and do it again. Um, so they they the last patch that went through, they fixed it, yeah. and everyone's losing their mind. They're like, they fixed that glitch because... They're like, wait, there's still problems. Video about it well, there. there's still problems with the game, and they they took that, they fixed that instead of fixing the, some of the problems out with the game. And that uh, that's some because people are... you, that's because you're bragging about stealing seventy two grand. Yeah, from a vendor. Bra Brain says there was three places. I, I I knew of two, right? What? Listen, man. Whatever. Right. It's not like that. You win the game because you're a millionaire. You can just do more fun stuff with your money. Who cares? It, it, it's a single-player game. I think the reason they fixed it is because I think they have something planned in the future that is, is is going to where they needed to fix it now. I think that's the reason they did it. Of course. Yeah. A lot of microtransaction shit coming, bro. Well, not even microtransactions. I think down the road, I, I think there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, like group activity or you know, or, I'll, be, or I'll be honest with you. I'm like 10% upset that I didn't take advantage of the glitch, but I'm 90% fine with the whole thing. I don't care. Yeah, it's like. Fine. Like I like I like touching down on a planet and running for every structure building I see because I know it's either ecliptic or there's space or sun bitches and I'm gonna execute all of them. Like as far as I'm concerned, one time I, I modified this. I know you're gonna laugh at me for this. We could literally just start a whole podcast of, of Starfield. Sarge and me could talk I, for I, Starfield for three hours. I I modified scientist outfits. I modified them so they could defend bullets. Right. Wait a minute. And basically, oh, you modified the clothing. I modified the outfit so they can yeah. defend against bullets. And so basically, what I do sometimes is I think that I'm, I'm, the, I'm the really radically hospital guy, and my mission is to eradicate all the crazy people. Okay. And so I'll touch down on a planet where the spacers are. I'll get like a spacer mission, and I pacify all the spacers instead of taking them back to the hospital, which where they should go. 
and I wear the mask, like the COVID mask, and I'm wearing the doctor's uniform, and I'm running around with a big gun. And basically, I have I have Andreja with me because she's the only one who understands that killing these people is the only way for them to live. Right? I, I it's she's, best she's for a, them. She's a psycho. It's best for them. She's a psycho. Yeah, I, but take, I take she's her with the me one. Yeah, but but she's the one you want to take with you when you do bad stuff. She doesn't oh, judge you. Oh no. Like. No, no, she, ju she judges. Oh my God, dude, Sarah oh, judges Sarah, you. If you, yeah. holy Christ, dude. You know who like, doesn't judge you? Who was your last boyfriend? Like, do you Boy know who Scout? doesn't? Like, you know who doesn't judge you? Vasco. Who? Vasco doesn't judge you. Vasco, Vasco just goes. <laughs> yeah, but but Vasco, Vasco just goes along. He doesn't care. But Vasco doesn't. You can't give Vasco a badass weapon. He doesn't use weapons. No, he doesn't. He's I, the gave, I gave him a knife. He didn't bring it out. He doesn't use weapons. No, but that's because you're, you got, the weapon you give him has to be better than the weapon he has. Oh, is that what it is? He'll use he'll use the best weapon you give him. So I gave him like the the, the ninja sword, that uh, like an upgraded ninja sword. It does like seventy five damage, and he he shoots how is as there, he's running towards. How the is guy, there not baseball he, bats in this game? It's the future, bro. No one plays baseball. No one plays baseball. There's no sticks in this in this world. I haven't seen one sporting event or heard anything in this entire game so far. Nobody does any sports. Look, I'm not going to. They're spoil all worried about living and dying in I'm space. Not, no I'm one not gonna, does any sports. I'm not going to uh, spoil anything. But someone gave me a reward, like a reward, a payment, and they gave yeah. me memorabilia of sports. They gave me a hockey stick, a basketball, who cares, a soccer ball. It's like. That's the reward you're giving me. You're giving me. You're giving me this shit. You could probably Duplis, sell it for your money. Wife, your wife's a bitch, right? <laughs> like, like, listen. If whoa, you, whoa, whoa! If you, his, if you his, 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 in Starfield, in Starfield, we're talking about Starfield. I don't even know his wife. <laughs> he's he's not married. Right? Don't worry about it. Great, but here's the here's the trick. Don't marry with someone like Sarah. Oh my right? god, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, Duplis. Like she'll she'll stab you. Like my wife, she'll she'll stab you. She'll she'll stab you in your sleep. She's crazy. She's a psycho. Okay. She had crazy eyes. I don't understand why you didn't know that. No, no, I knew it. But I, I'll just say it. She she gives you she gives you something, and the story behind the thing she gives you it's pretty fucking creepy. I'm just I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> they pretty have to have creepy. a crazy person. Every game's gonna have a crazy person. That's the crazy person, right? <laughs> I want to upgrade Vasco. Is what I want. Has anyone figured out how to upgrade Vasco? Can you upgrade Vasco? Like, give him a better gun in his chest? Does anyone know how to upgrade Vasco? I mean, That's what I want. Call. All I'm asking for is, like, it's the future, right? Like, there's metal pipes everywhere. Can I have a metal pipe? Can I Can I have some sort of blunt object? A hammer? A sledgehammer? Something? Something along the lines of something that's blunt and can kill somebody, right? I mean, it's all guns. I get it. But just give me something to swing. I, I, don't, I don't want a knife or a stabby stabby. I want, I want a blunt weapon. Right, there's, I want to upgrade. I want to. I want to upgrade Vasco. I there's a little things in this game. I wish you could do as far as like that. Like you could customize your colors of your ship. I wish you could do that for the outfits that you had. I wish you could do that to Vasco. I wish you could do that to, to the whole thing. I think that's, that's all coming. stuff that you, they're you gonna. Yeah, it's coming. all stuff coming down the line you know or whatnot. Coming. Um, anything else you've been playing, Sarge? I played a little bit more of the the first or last descendant. The first, the first descendant. Whatever. <laughs> right after after like forty five minutes, I was like. I started having destiny flashbacks and I was like, we're on the ground and you're like twitching. You're like, oh. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not doing it. Like, listen, I'm like, I'm like, you guys did a good job. I know it took a long time to copy destiny. I'm not mad at you. You did a good job. Open world. Everything looks exactly like destiny. Guys are jumping out of ships just like destiny. I'm like, 
You guys did good. Nice job. I'm glad that Destiny's 10-year thing is over. Maybe you guys will pick up the next group of people who want to play a Destiny-type game. You guys will do well. I was happy for him, but like after I'm like looking at it, I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I pushed a little bit further. I had seven characters that I unlocked. I had three level 40s, um, and then the other ones were in the mid-20s because I just got them up. I took Bunny that I had last week and I um, that I talked about because we, we just started playing last week. Um, you said something about using her without weapons. Yeah, I was just running around, and so you would do her speed flash move, and then you would hit, I think it was uh, LB, uh, B or Y, and then she would do this electric pulse that she would shoot. And the more I did and the faster I would go, the more damage I would do, and it would build up my meter. And because I had my reactor uh, in tune with her, like it was electric, that basically it would last longer and, and, and just keep going. So it's, and I just run around. So I would do these events with people and I would just never shoot a gun. I would just, just run around just zapping people all around. And I was like, that's pretty see, cool. I, I like, I like that kind of thing. I like the fact that you can figure out a way to use the abilities of the person to play the game in a different way than the game was meant to be played. Yeah, and that's I, a good that's a good sign of creativity inside of a well, game. Well, this is what I think. A lot of the other characters, I think they're gonna have to balance and stuff because I try to I try to do something along the lines um, with um, with uh, Vessi Vessa. I think what her name is. She's like ice ice. She does freezing and stuff. And I tried with um, what was, what was the guy's name that did the flames? I forget what his name was. I, I had Kyle. I had I forget all the characters' names. They were fun. And each in their ways, but to get them to that level, obviously, you, you got to invest some stuff into their mods and, and their other things. So I only could do one character, like, not maxed out, but pretty high. Uh, I was level 40 with her, but level 36 with the weapons and whatnot. It's fun. There's a good loop there. I think there's a lot of things they could do. Um, we were just talking about in Discord a little bit earlier. Like, Big Big Mo said he wished they just released it now. And I was just like, what's the difference? If it's alpha, beta, it's free to play, right? So they're going to be fixing that game or changing it and, and adjusting it like in his whole life. So what's the difference if you drop it now in early access, let people play it, and then in February go, all right, it's officially launched now and, and then continue playing, right? I don't know. I think they, they could um they could get more out of it if they let it open and let people play it. Um but I I think they're afraid that people would like burn themselves out or whatnot. But they had I think thirteen but, it, but it's but that's true. That's an actual factor. Yeah. So but, I but once again, this type of game is a time sink. Yeah. So how many guys are you going to get to invest in this type of game and play as long as you think you want them to play, right? There are a lot of games that take up time. Sure. If we got rid of Starfield, if we got rid of Starfield and just talk about normal games, think of all the current MMO kind of games are out there or or play games of service type games where people have to go back to their homework. I got to do homework for this game. I got to do homework for this game. I do, like you can only, you only have so much time. Right. So my only fear for this game, and I, I'll be honest, it, it's it's a solid game. Right. It's solid. So my only fear for them is they don't get a population base because there's too many games out like them. Right. And this is where they have to keep that balance of how are they going to keep you coming, like coming back and, and leveling this character up? And is that is that time sink of, OK, I unlocked this character. Now I leveled this character up in six hours. Now it takes me another 12, 18 hours to get another character or I pay money, right? Or is it six hours and I pay money right. type of thing? So that, that balance that they're going to have there. I think the game is good. I don't think it's great. I think there's a lot of stuff missing from the game. 
uh, force force uh, force gaming. He was talking about how he didn't like how the open world was like there was nothing there until you clicked on one of the you know the quests or whatever. And once you clicked the quest, then they would come into the world and then you could fight the people, right? Yeah, because it's not it's not a living world. It's yeah, but, basically like a like a. But like do you remember playing De- machine? Yeah, but you remember playing Destiny and you didn't want to interact with the guys. You would be on your sparrow and you would fly past them just to go pick up the chest and get back on your sparrow and go to the next chest and go on and so forth, right? Yeah, but at least you're getting shot at. Yeah, but but in this game, you did the exact same thing. You don't have a sparrow. You just run around, pick up all the all the resources, right? Right. And then if you wanted to fight people, you would fight people. So I was like, eh, I guess you could put people in the world and like fight. But again, it was a beta, so maybe they will add it. But I didn't think it was a big deal. It was kind of bare until you collect the thing. But that game was set to do this mission, go to the next mission, go to the next mission, go to the next mission, clear the zone, go to the next next zone. Right, that's that's what it the, was. The cycle of events. The the issue I always had with with the destiny type scenario and Warframe type of thing, it's very hard to create scenarios where you're not repeating the scenario so much that you become bored with it. Right. So the idea would be, and I know I know some of the games do do this better than others, but the idea would be to have like fifteen or twenty possible possible events to take place. And those are random. That would depending be depending cool on what you're events. doing. Yes. So like, so like maybe like when you're doing something, you're you're hanging out with your friends. Maybe you get like two or three events, but then like you don't get those two or three events again like that day or the next couple of days. Like for you, like the twenty events are scattered for you throughout the week, and so you don't repeat the same ones over and over again. Like it's because it's very difficult. You're you're trying to sprinkle in a little bit of randomness. And so you're not doing the same stuff over and over. Like, listen, we all know all games are repetitive. Sure. But you're trying to trick me into believing that they're it's not. not. Right, that they're not. Right? That's the that's the game inside the game, right? And so you clicking on a button to do an event, I don't know, man. It's it's a little too cryptic. Like I, think, you just, I, I think that's the I, problem, though. I, 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 I know this because you guys are thinking like you're like – you're, you're going for specific loot. You're going to do this specific thing. And you, and you guys know that if I do this event, this has got like 100 guys to kill. So I have a better chance of getting stuff here. Instead of doing this one takes longer, and I kill 50 guys. Like, you guys, the, are, you guys are running this stuff in your head the whole time. Yeah, but the problem with this game was because there was a lull of if you didn't click the thing and there was people there, this is why Destiny's good. Because while you're fighting your mission and then going to your next mission, there was people in between. In this one... You do the mission. Once you're done with the mission, there's nothing going on. So all of a sudden, it's like watching a movie and then like a bad edit happens or something. All of a sudden, you're like, "What? Where am I?" Like you come out of a coma because you're like you're so in, in, engulfed into the game because you're looking at the ass or the tits or the guns or the shooting and the whatever else, right? You're like, we "I'm having a grand assets. time." And then we call them assets, bro. As soon as you're done with that, you're like, "Wait, there's nothing going on." Oh, okay. I'm kind of bored. What do I have to do? Okay, let me go to the map. Let me click on the next thing, and then you're like, "Oh." Back to shooties, right? And then you start you start shooting and stuff, and then and right. then and then stuff drops. I thought the bosses. I don't know if you if you did any of the boss fights, the big the big uh, world bosses that they have. Those were fun. I I I tried three, okay, and the first two were easy. Like the first one was really easy. I can kill them in like I don't know fifteen seconds with bunnies. I just can kill everything, right? The second one lasted about four minutes, and the third one would always come down to the last second and could never beat him, or we just get killed right away because of the he had this, like, poison where he had this... They had some really cool um, mechanics, right? So he would have his laser gun that he would shoot, and then all of a sudden, halfway through, he would 
pop out these orbs and they would hit the ground, but they were poison. Okay, so you had to have poison resistance, and then you had to have enough damage to go into the bubbles, okay, as you're shooting him to try to get these down, because you have to break the four to then get the damage phase on him. While he's doing that, he's healing, okay? And as he's healing, he's throwing bombs out in threes, right? And you had to roll and get out of there, right? And it was, it was, un, it was, it was really hard, right? Really hard, because every time right, so you got him down— as in, Hard as in it was good? Or hard was it's a nuisance, and I, I just want to be OP master. If you're low level, it was a nuisance because you're like, what the hell, right? Once you start figuring out what you had to do, which I won't say because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, mm -hmm. but you have to do enough damage, okay, to break the shield and then do damage. But if he pops the poison, okay, he's healing himself. So his heal goes back up and his shield goes back up. So you have to do enough damage. So if you get into a group with just randos and they don't have not enough damage, it. you're not going to do not it, it, right? I didn't get to kill him once. But I got goddamn close because we were with the right group uh, to do it. It's just we got we got killed because too too but, few people went down in the beginning, and you only have a certain amount of lives, and it, and then it fails. But I think that's the better way to make a game. Oh, true. Though. Yeah, I, I had a blast with it. I don't want to walk through a game because I found the Jesus weapon. I want to learn how to play the game and how to get better at the game and find the different ways of playing the game. Yeah, I don't want to find that. I don't, that, that to me, I think, kills the game faster than anything else because you, you're not training anybody how to get through life if they figure out that they have the key to everything and they win, mm. right? They, they, you don't train anybody to be resilient against a, uh, an opposition. Like you have to, if a, a game is supposed to be fun, but also a game should be teaching you something, even though you might not want to be taught, right? It teaches right. you a little something, right? Everything in life should do that. That's how you know it's it's worthwhile. If you don't learn anything from it, then it's mindless. But if if all you want is mindless, then I guess you're okay. Yeah, the, the world bosses the world bosses were fine. Um, here I'll, I'll I'll put some footage up in here while we're talking about it. the world bosses. I don't have a world boss uh, footage, but just the character itself, just the game, the visuals, the gunplay, everything was good. I really liked how you could really build your characters and then level up each of the cards like Warframe, level up each of the guns like Warframe. Each of the characters' mods, you can level up those as well. You can level up your your guns. You can level up your reactors. You can level up. And I really like the customization that you had. So, for instance, like, yeah, skins are going to be for sale. But the colors, um, it's sort of like Dauntless. If you ever played Dauntless, they they sell you, like, the, the different colors. So you can unlock the colors. And they were giving a lot of stuff out. I don't know if that's going to work when the game comes out. Like, you go to your mail every day. They were just giving you gifts and gifts on top of things. But when you beat something, you would also get rewards as well. So you get, like, the black die or the white die, the purple die. And you can start customizing different sections of your of your um, armor like Anthem used to do, right? So there's different different things and sort of like Warframe as well. So they did a really good job. I, I'm I'm excited for this game. Hey, this game got me to stop playing Starfield. Okay, and I literally put in a lot of time into this game the week that was out, and I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the best, but I really did enjoy it. I almost enjoyed it the same. Um, remember Defiance, Sarge, when Defiance yep. came out before Destiny, right? Yep. Like, it was just a fun game to play. It wasn't the best, okay, but it was just a nice little open well, world was, and different things. Because it was pushing the envelope in the online space. Right to have fifty people or seventy five people world bosses world boss, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They were they were trying different things. I it didn't I, work. Didn't work as well, but yeah, I had fun with that game, worked. and that's what this game is. I think this game, I think, 
has a good potential when it comes out to last. I think when, and when I say last, I'm not talking like a decade, but I think it has enough uh, enough room to be around for the next three, four years. Um, if that's a win I, or a I, loss, I don't know. It all depends if, if you like the game or don't. I'll be honest with you. I think that their timing is probably going to be the majority of whether or not this game succeeds. I think you have to wait for Destiny's last thing to come out. Do it, give yourself another year, clean up the game, do whatever you have to do. Let Destiny finish out its last season. When? And then when, Marath when Marathon comes out for its PvP nonsense that they're going to screw everybody over anyway, then you release the game to be the new when, Destiny. When is the last... Chat, I'm asking chat. Chat, when does the last DLC come out for Destiny? Is it February or March? Is that when they're coming out? Yeah, the final shape, whenever the final shape comes. Because if it comes out in February or March... And they're supposedly leaving this game out till February. That's that's saying a lot. They know what they're trying. They know what they're doing, right? right. If, yeah. They're saying February. So <laughs> if this game comes out in February, they're looking to 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 capitalize on people going, oh, people are gonna go play Destiny, but Destiny's done. And if they fuck up, here we are. We're gonna. We're, and I'm not saying it's right. gonna be a Destiny killer. I'm saying they're taking advantage of people. Like for instance, Starfield came out. More people started playing No Man's Sky. More people started yeah. playing Star Citizen because they're like, oh, Starfield looks cool, but I don't have. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this other space game. They're gonna look at a looter shooter and go, huh? Let me see what this game's about. Free to play, right? I'm always I'm always a little surprised when I see how quickly some of these games just die when you think that they really shouldn't have died. You know what I mean? Like you look at a game and you thought it was a good game, but it's just like it's TOA. Yeah, it was just dead on arrival. Like, and you and you're wondering to yourself, wow. I'm like, what what course of events have taken place to where nobody wanted to play this type of game when when you know that this type of game is is good? Yeah, a bunch of people play it. Yeah, like. I, the the juggling now, and I, I'm I'm trying to not start a, a a war inside chat here, but the juggling now for time, I think is a big factor, and I don't believe that even the best gamers who have the time that you think they have have the time to play all these games, right? Especially uh, since so many of them are homework related, where you have to go in to do your homework right. to, to get things done, right? Do your I mean, dailies, a, nor do your a normal person, a normal person maybe has five hours or six hours a week if you're not married to play games, right? Like someone who is married, has kids and whatever else, like you are never left alone. If you're left alone at all, it's probably when you're in the bathroom and you're playing on your phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's the only way I can see you playing a game. And if I have a bunch of games lined up that I want to play, but everything has got homework, you thinking to yourself, "There's no shot for me to even play that damn game." Right. Right. No shot. I, there, I won't. There's no reason for me to even buy it because I know I can't play it. <laughs> Water says, "I literally have 25 games in my in my backlog that need to be finished, and six of them have sequels about to yeah. drop." <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, Water, he didn't even play. Uh, he never played Spider-Man One. And then when Miles Morales came out, he got both of them at the same time and then played. And he's like, this is amazing. Right now, Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's what it is. Time is time, man. We all have the same amount of time. All the same amount of time. Um, I, I, I really hope that that game gets at least a couple years. I, I think that they spent enough time on it. They, they have a good foundation for what the Destiny model did. And they understand it, and of course Warframe as well. I I really hope that that game gets at least two years. You're talking about the the first Ascendant. 
the first ascendant. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's done well. I think, like, um, but, but if you, but it, but once again, I, we said the same thing over and over again. the The type of game that Bungie did was specifically difficult, and they were able to make it work through brute force. Right? It did, it wasn't like gold when it first came out. No. The marketing. The marketing made it gold yeah, the, because the everybody wanted looked, to know very what good. the yeah. fuck is this? Like yeah. everybody wanted to play. And believe me, I was there hook, line, and sinker in 2014. Like, what is it? I want to play it. What is this? Yeah. Right? We all loved it, right? But to capture that formula, it's only, it's only a matter of time before another studio figures out the formula and gets it to work in their way. And that's basically where we come down to this this game, maybe another game comes out, but then once, you know, we're on, we're back on the clock again. How much time you got? Well, how much time you got? Here's like, a, do you realize how much I love Elder Scrolls, like the whole series? But I cannot find know, time, time to, to go play, play Elder yep. Scrolls MMO. Like, I want to go in and play it. So, right, <clears throat> the, the last time I wanted to go play it, some random text I get from Brain was. They fucked up the. I forget what. I forget, I, I even forget the class. The class that I was. The healer class. Yeah. I, I can't remember the name of the damn class. This is how long I can't play it, right? He told me they, they nerfed him to oblivion. They nerfed him, like, no pun intended. They nerfed him into non existent, like. <laughs> to oblivion, yeah. So I'm like, why would I? Why would I want to be? That's my favorite guy. Like, I, you nerfed him. In, like, his little spear thing. Remember the little. Yeah. Like, nope. Doesn't work no more. Like. See, my, my, pro on, my problem is with this game, It's it, it hooked me. I stayed up late playing it for the the beta that it was out. I play. I say I've been staying up late for Starfield. I've been staying up late for for First Ascendant. If if Transformers comes out and it's exactly like that, this game's dead to me. This game is dead to me, even though I had a lot of fun with it because I want to play Transformers in the exact same type of format. All right, we're gonna move on to the top stories. We're we're, we're moving on to the top stories. All right. So the first story I want to talk about <clears throat> is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1 Switch trailer was actually PC footage, right? Look at that. Look at the graphics on on that Sarge. Look look at the graphics on that Switch, huh? Looks great. Right? Insert insert I mean, joke here. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat okay, Go ahead. Just uh, you go first. Okay, I'll go off on a tangent. Mortal Kombat One only has recently launched and has been surrounded by controversy over the visuals of Nintendo Switch. Players have also discovered several bugs, long low, uh, long load times, inconsistent frame rates, and more. While there's also always going to be a difference between how the Switch version of the game looked and the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series XX due to the hardware, however, the downgrade surprised the fans. The official Mortal Kombat One Switch launch trailer has now come under fire, apparently showing gameplay footage from the game's PC version. Players noticed a Steam achievement notification pop up in the trailer published on the Nintendo of America YouTube channel uh, on the day of the full launch of Mortal Kombat 1, right? So that's pretty shitty, and they got caught, right? Yeah, but, when you, but see, the consequence does not equal the intent. If you show a trailer for a game and it's not on the actual system that you're trying to trying to market to, it's an it should be automatic false advertising. You should be fined yeah. heavily, heavily, fined heavily. But you should be you should be fined heavily enough to go like we shouldn't do that again. <laughs> like that's the whole point of a fine. If you can pay a fine and it doesn't matter to you to pay the fine, then the fine wasn't big enough. Right. Like that's the whole point of you're a like, fine. You're like, ah, yeah, it's fine. 
Yeah, but but this is but this is the reason why I buy so few games, and I remember when I'm lied to, because I got a list, right? I I don't I don't forgive you after you lie to me. I wait to see your next lie. Right. 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 It's it's almost like the anger meter for some of the boss battles. Like the anger meter goes up, right? And as long as you don't piss me off again, the anger meter goes back down again. Right. And then, and then you can try the ag- to the like, aggro meter. Once it, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Once it once it gets past like a certain point, I'll buy something from you again. But if you guys just keep lying, and it's just the the aggro meter is like way up here, and I'm like, I'm not gonna buy anything from you guys. So it's like, why would you? Like, because even after the apology, you know that's in their nature. Like that's what they do. I gotta sell a game, so I'm gonna tell them whatever. Right. Right. So if that's your attitude towards it. Then I don't I don't want to associate with you. I'm waiting for you to go back to the days where, hey, I have this cool idea. You want to see how it works? Yeah, let's see it. Oh, this is cool. Oh, that's cool. Here's some money for that. Like that's the old way. Right. Right. Your skill, your blood, sweat, and tears, and your wife's third mortgage is a video game. Okay. Not the fact that you can just pump whatever you want onto the screen trying to sell it to me, and because I just hand over money, or worse yet, or paying for a service fee for a shit ass game. Yeah, it's well. One, if you're making a trailer for the Switch, make sure it's on the Switch, right? Or it, it, just do a live action to... trailer and say, "Up, oh, coming to Switch," right? It's a Mortal Kombat live action trailer, not actual gameplay footage, and then you put it out there. But if you're saying that this is the Switch footage, that's that's false advertisement. But that blatant, it's blatant, blatant Listen, false if, advertisement. If you cared, if you cared, like this, this is this is how you have to think about it in order for you not to to think that I'm the crazy one, right? If you are able to make a trailer and you don't want to put the words at the bottom of the screen, not this system, and say what system it is, right? Then your your intent is to lie to me Correct. in order to sell the product. Yeah. If you would just say what it is, and on top of it, if you say what it is and you guys think that that's already wrong, I can't show them the one I want to because I know it's bad, then that also means that you shouldn't right. release the game and That's you're right. also lying. They're like, we so can't show them this both, game. Yeah, Both ways, you're out. And so why would I give you money? This is the same problem, the same exact situation with a game that just came out with its DLC two years later, right? Cyberpunk 2077. I, didn't, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but you just made a point, right? Because the game was run, wasn't was running on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, they showed footage, or they didn't want to show footage, right? They didn't want to show footage of, of the actual gameplay when it came out because they knew it was bad, but yet they were still charging full price knowing, right? And right, that, they knew. And that's what pisses me off about the company, especially when they come out and said, no, no, we're not going to be like those other guys, and they made fun of Bethesda, they made fun of Fallout 76, they made fun of all the other games that came out and said, nope, we're not going to do that. And then they did exactly that, right? And that is why I look at it and go, yeah, I can't. Even though I have Cyberpunk and everyone's saying that the Phantom Liberty is fantastic and the game is fantastic, I can't get past the company literally tried to get a buy by lying. And then they came out to apologize. Sorry, we didn't mean... It's like, no, you knew exactly what you were doing. But the goldfish brains don't remember that because lo and behold... The DLC comes out and all is yeah, everything's forgiven. fine. It's, it's, it's awesome. Everything's forgiven. Yeah, everything's forgiven. Right, and it doesn't matter because they made all their money anyway. Right, I mean, they that's, won. That, that's the right. So, next story. Okay, 
Leaked Xbox boss email perfectly explains why the game publishers are eating themselves alive. Okay. In uh, his analyst, he says in the email exchange on March 2020, in the midst of the Xbox team planning ahead of the feedback meeting with Grand Theft Auto Publisher Take Two, in terms of subscription, the impact was larger publishers. Uh, he says, I realize that I haven't really done a good job sharing our view on the dis distribution of AAA publishers, potentially seeing how uh, their role in the industry will likely change with the growth in subscription platforms like Xbox Game Pass. Okay, Spencer wrote in a memo in direct of Microsoft CEO. CFO Amy Hood and executive uh, of Peggy Johnson, the head of marketing. Okay, he says the head of Xbox, who uh, first joined uh, joined Microsoft the, in the intern back in uh, 1988, it was also been looking working in the gaming alongside the business for 20 years now, preceding the di diagnose of the current state of big publishers as the face wave after wave of marketing distribution or disruption. Sorry, it was a. Uh, uh, Mega game companies also clinging harder and harder to a few big budget franchises they have and still pay out. Spencer lays out how publishers once excited to leverage the scale of negotiations with retailers for self space or shelf space. Then everything changed. A creation of digital storefronts like Steam, Xbox Store, PlayStation Store, eventually Demo uh, uh, democratic, democratic sized. How do you pronounce that word? I can't say that word. Um, access for creators breaking physical retail lock on game distribution. He writes, publishers were slow to react to the distribution, and the AAA publishers did not find a way to leverage the moat that physical retailers created for the digital realm in the way that they continue to dominate in the market gameplay. He says companies like Activision, Electronic Arts, Ubisoft eventually made their own middleman clients to try to get around the platform fees, and a few later fo followed up with their own subscription services. None of them were built early enough, though, to offer a compelling enough alternative to get big. Players complained about the bad UI or the bad deals. Franchises like Call of Duty and Madden also had one uh, once abandoned Steam a return. Game Pass got big, uh, big while EA and Play and Ubisoft Plus stayed small. And the only competitive advantages publishers have left is being able to pour more money than anyone else into their actual blockbusters. Okay, so he's saying over the past five to seven years, and AAA publishers have tried to production scale as the as the new moat. Very few companies can afford to spend two hundred million dollars on Activision or Take Two spend to put all Call of Duty or Red Dead Redemption on the shelf. And these AAA publishers have mostly used this production scale to keep their top franchises and top selling games each year. The issue that these publishers have to run into is the same production scale slash cost uh, approach hurts their ability to create new IPs. The hurdle. The hurdle uh, rate on the new IP is a high production value that also have led to risk aversion by the publishers on the new IP. You've seen this arise of AAA games using rent rented IPs to try to offset the risk like Star Wars with EA or Spider-Man with Sony, Avatar with Ubisoft. This is the same dynamic that obviously played out in Hollywood as well as Netflix creating the more new IP than any other movie studios. Specifically, AAA game publishers, starting from position of strength driven from physical retail, have failed to create a real platform effective for themselves. And this effectively continued to build their scale through uh, aggregated per game P&L, hoping to maximize each of the new releases they were, their existed IP. In the, uh, in the new world, AAA publishers don't have the real distribution leverage with the consumers. They don't have production efficiency, and they also have new IPs to hit rate is not a, uh, you know, a high one with the industry average to see that the top franchises today were mostly not created by AAA game publisher games like Fortnite or Roblox or Minecraft, Candy Crush, Clash, uh, Clash Royale, or Dota. They were all created by independent studios and full access to distribution. Overall, this, in my opinion, is a good thing for in the industry, but does uh, but does put AAA publishers uh, in a precarious spot moving forward, right? So he's saying that AAA, this is just another person, and these leaked emails from when he talked about it a couple of years ago, right, Sarge? So 
we talked about an article about seven, eight months ago about independent developers talking about how Game Pass is hurting them. They say another person says that AAA games are they're running full speed into a wall because they just their budgets are getting way too bloated. They're not going to make that money back. So how do they do it, right? So Phil Spencer with open arms is like, well, those AAA, those AAA companies are going to have to, in some way, shape, or form, they're going to have to either come to Game Pass or go to some other make an EA play, right? Make a, uh, like, they're all trying to make their own subscription models, right? To survive, to make that extra money, to, to counter the production costs for these games. Hence, Grand Theft Auto last year made Grand Theft Auto Plus, GTA Plus. They have little bonuses and stuff like that, plus on top of the microtransactions, on top of the other things, right? But that's that's Activision, or I'm sorry, that's Take Two with Grand Theft Auto, right? Now, with these other big AAA games coming out, Avium, of, um, Avium Immortal of Avium, right? AAA EA came out, brand new IP, failed, done, lost half their staff, right? Other other games that come out that try this AAA stuff. They can't do it. They can't They can't fund it. They put too much money up above, and they have to get rid of it, or they close the studio down, or get halfway of the, of the staff. All right, let, let's just get down to brass tacks, okay? In the old days, you had to sell a publisher your idea, and they had to believe in you to give you money to make the product that you wanted to make, right? Now, based on your idea, your sales pitch, your two-minute elevator pitch or whatever you had to do to get the publisher to give you money to make your idea, right? It's all a very stressful situation for the leader, the manager, the CEO, whoever is in charge of that development team to get all the cylinders to fire, to get that game made within a reasonable amount of time, to pay all those people, and to have a product at the end of whatever time period that you set. Right. We all know that the time period's never set in stone because we're not dealing with widgets. We're dealing with art and human beings. You're not making a product, per se, like a little thing, right? right. It's a bunch of things being made that all have to connect together to make one big thing, right? So in the old days, miraculously, somehow, with the power of actual talent... We were able to make video games and grow companies because they were the best at what they did, and they were able to sell the best of what they did. Pick the top titles from 25, 30 years ago and just follow them. Some are still here. Some are not. But the companies grew regardless. So no matter what we talk about today or for the next five years or how much these publishers are in trouble— present day they are making more money today than they have ever made ever right in video games ever right so i'm not shedding any more tears for ea or for ubisoft or whoever else is trying to make a billion dollars rather than just make a couple hundred million and still float the company everyone goes into panic mode and thinks that because some game failed it's over do you know how many games failed in the last in the last 25 years? Lots. Right? I'm going to say probably over 50, 60 games. Easy. Oh, I would say hundreds Easy. of games. Hundreds of Easy. games. Yeah, failed. but no, 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 no. The ones you're paying attention to kind of. Not like every Tom, Dick, and oh, Harry game. Like, like, like a AAA like, game you know, or something. Shlomo yeah, 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 power washes a car. That's yeah. a game. Like <laughs> You're not going to care about that. You're not going to care about that yeah, you're game. You're talking about, right? okay. Right. Just main title games. People try it. And, and, and we've seen in the past, if you're by yourself, 
and you know what you're doing and you're good at what you do, you too can make a game, right? Tunic is a pretty good example of somebody who's good at what they do and was able to get their game to market. Another one, probably not as good, but damn, they are willing to gamble their asses. I don't remember their names. I apologize. But the guys that did Cuphead, right? Those guys were trying to make a piece of art that they wanted to do in a specific way. They even said doing that kind of animation was a pain in the ass. They hated it, but they loved what it was because nobody else was doing it, Yep. right? They took out second mortgages on their houses. I'm pretty sure their wives were pretty pissed off. Yep. Pretty sure, right? Anybody that's pulling out a second mortgage, especially in this climate, right? You're nuts. However, your belief in your game is what carries you past the divorce, right? Because if we win, we're going to win big. Right. And they won, right? right? I'm sure, I'm sure, a thousand percent stress level, a thousand percent that those guys went through, right? But if it was that stressful and they didn't want to do it, then why did you make the sequel? Why would you do it again? Right. Why would you do it again? Oh, I know why. The sound is called cha-ching, right? <laughs> That's the sound that everybody yeah. hears in their head after you make the first good game. Right. And you think, well, I'm divorced now. My girlfriend hates me. I, I lost three friends on the job. But what? Cha-ching. Oh, right. Yeah. So we're going to do a sequel. I'll just get some new friends. I'll get a new girlfriend. And we'll do the cycle over again. And we'll roll, we'll roll the dice. And we'll see if this game is as good as the last one. So when we're looking at these policy changes for video games and how these companies run, I'm not looking at anything anymore except the development team. That's all I'm looking at, right? Because a publisher, by nature, is a gambler, Right. They are putting money on yeah, somebody's idea. In the movie industry. They are putting money on somebody's idea, and you have to believe what they say is true. That's your business, right? Just like a publisher for books. Yep. Same thing, yep. right? You tell me your story. I think if it's marketable or not. I talk to my guys and say, Hey, is this marketable? Well, we don't know. We have another game. We have we've got another we got another kind of book like that coming out next year. Maybe if you give him a you float him for six months, tell him maybe in two years, maybe we'll look at it like that. And it's always that's all it is. Wheeling and dealing. When we're gonna position you, when we're gonna do this, is the idea good enough? Right? But instead, now, instead of just the idea, the publishers want, well, what's the back end? Like you're talking about like a movie now, right? Yeah. Okay, so you have what's this video point? game idea, yeah. Yeah. right? It's in this genre, and that genre usually makes anywhere between like 90 and 120 million. But like, what's the back end? Is there any MTX? Is it the games as a service? Is it this? Like, they go through this list. And if it doesn't cha-ching them enough, then it just goes away. You don't hear about that anymore, right? So now the publishers have their anchor games which is their FIFAs, their Maddens, the the they, they keep the going MMOs, back. Yeah, but they, they keep going right? back to the IPs. The ones, right. the ones that have reoccurring, reoccurring right. money, so they don't have to worry about it. Right. And so then the public, the, then the they developer can gets take to a say, risk with the 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 brand new IP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I can take a risk. Whereas before the risk was automatic. Yeah, it's right? always the same. The risk was all, every game that came out was a risk, right? But now we're going to treat all the video games. We're going to say now I'm a bank. Right now, publishers are acting like banks. Right, they want guarantees. What's my guarantee? What What are you guys going to make? What's our guarantee that we're going to get our money back? Well, in the old days, it was well, we don't know. Right. right. Well, it's like a you're movie. Gambling, it's exactly right, like a movie. You're gambling on us. Right. We're gambling on you. Right. right. We're hoping to get the money from you, but somehow things have changed now. I want guarantees. There's no guarantees, man. 
There's yeah. no guarantees. Well, the next great game you haven't heard about yet, and I'm pretty sure the guy who's thinking about it is still writing it down, right? You don't know. You don't know what's going to click with the public right now. You don't know. Let's uh, let's go to the next story with uh, Game Pass increasing. Okay, so Game Pass, obviously, uh, we all know will increase at the time. He says Game Pass price increase is inevitable, says Spencer. Uh, while he was in Tokyo, uh, he says, beginning with Spencer's Gaming Pass is doing very well following the launch of Starfield and with Forza Motorsports now looming on the horizon. Microsoft has finally uh, achieved its goal of regularly releasing big titles and subscription service. However, when asked about the likelihood of another Game Pass price increase in the future, Spencer said, ultimately, it's inevitable. Uh, first, we always want to give the option in how uh, you build your library. You can also subscribe to the Game Pass and play, or you can purchase the game. Currently, millions of users with a subscription of uh, Xbox Game Pass and Many of them will be satisfied with using it, although many uh, uh, premieres provide more value and the prices that we think it's inevitable that it will rise in the future. Now, obviously, I've talked about this before. They even made any of their purchases of Bethesda, uh, any of their purchases of Activision, Blizzard, any of the other purchases. I said once they get that lineup of – and I was just talking about the studios that they had originally, right, which right. I think it was like 14, right? I said once these 14 companies actually make games and they start putting them out on Game Pass, the first party – I was like, they can raise the price because now that you have a base, they don't have to worry about the third-party games paying the money out to get those games on. But now they're still going to get the third-party games, right? So if they bring, and again, I use this as an example. I don't think they're going to do it. But let's say Grand Theft Auto is on Game Pass, right? Grand Theft Auto, I'm talking about the new one, Grand Theft Auto 6. They announced it's coming to Game Pass. Don't you think that's going to be uh, a little bit of an influx of people coming to Game Pass because that game is coming out there? You know what I mean? Like, they, they know it's the value. Depending on the pull. Depending Correct. on the pull. But they know the it's game. a value, right? And they're like, well, we're going to raise it two bucks. We're going to raise it a dollar fifty. We're going to raise it three dollars, whatever it is. So once they have, right now, let's just say they only had like 10 first party games on there. But five years from now, now they have 25 first party title games on there over the last three years. And you're like, well, that's 25 first party title games that they don't have to go sign checks for because that's in-house. They've already paid for those and they're on that thing. Now Game Pass has that already base level already built in. They're like, well, you have 25 of our first party title games that are out here and this is what they are. And on top of that, we have third party titles that are coming in and, and now we have 150 titles, 200 titles on there that people want to play, triple A, double A, whatever. Of course it's going to go up because the value's there. <laughs> The balancing the the issue is this: the balancing act for Game Pass is to be able to put enough of the first party titles on there to where the value of being on Game Pass is at a level that they can get a little bit more of a discount for somebody that released the game, got paid for it, and then wants to be on Game Pass. Correct. You can't you can't float. Game Pass is not going to be able to float all the first-party titles without selling them, right, until they reach the number that they want, which is, I think it's around, like, 100 million, right? They want, like, a, They want 100 like million people, yeah. They want 100 million. million. Yeah. At that point, you'll have enough money in reserve. Like, you can't look at it where if they're making, if they're making their 400 million a month, okay, that they're spending the 400 million every month, right? You're, you're, you're keeping money in reserve for bigger purchases or things that are happening or to swap out games. But we got the piece of that little we got a, we got a window into the into the industry by seeing how much they paid for those games. That information was invaluable. I looked over that for like a, a good hour, how much money they paid for certain games. You know, 
as well as I know, that the Game Pass bill is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty nine ninety five a month, and there and the, and the slogan's that... going to the slogan's going to be twenty nine or twenty twenty five. Twenty nine ninety five a month, a dollar a day for unlimited gaming. You can already see the marketing behind it, bro. You know that's what it's going to be, but you can't jump there. And the and the trick with this is you can't put the first party titles on there. And to say if you put a game on there, such as Grand Theft Auto, even we're just talking out loud, guys, a game of that magnitude, that you would be able to bump it up forever because of that one game. You would have to encroach slowly. And put more titles on there, and then you increase. You can't use like an anchor game to say, "Well, the anchor game's on there, so we're going to bump it up five right. bucks." And then if that when since if there if there's not another game like that for three years, does the price come down? No, you have to make it. You have to make it appear that the value of having it is worth it, right? And slowly but surely, they're going to do the same thing Netflix did, right? They're going to make it to where you can do whatever you want. You can have these games or that games, or better yet, here's here's my idea what they're going to have to create more value. You know how they say you have 25 games, right? Okay, well, for $25 a month, right, you can change your pile of games. You know, instead of, it, you, it, it'll still only be 100 games. Like Game Pass like has 100 well, they have, games, They have like right? 300 now. They have 300. Right? But instead, you could pick random i get a different uh, for 25 a month i get 100 different random games like you know what i mean like they'll do something or whatever. to give you value for it even yeah, though I can they that. didn't do anything they didn't do anything well the issue is how do you get them to stay now i know you keep shouting out the whole three month four month thing and i want to make sure we're on the same page the reason why you say three months or four months is because you're following the average purchases for games total, total. a year for a normal person. Well, no, I'm, right? what I'm, what I'm doing is a normal is person, they say, is three games a year, a well, normal person, well, average no, there's, gamer. There's, there's the average is some people stay for the entire time, right? And other people stay for like one month. But the average right. comes down. They only need like the average person out of all the members about four and a half months, right? Four and a half months gets them uh, if it's if they're paying $17, right? Because it's $17 now. Uh, times four point five, it's seventy six point five, right? That's that's one game, right? So that pays for right. the game. So if a person's staying the entire year and they're paying seventeen dollars times twelve, right? They're getting two hundred and four dollars from that person for the entire year. Where if the person's paying the lower end, they're only making one hundred and eighty dollars or one hundred uh, hundred and twenty dollars a year. Okay, so even but that's that, still that's still Xbox Live. Correct. So right, it's basically Xbox Live. So you saying if they raise the price to thirty, which I think is a little steep, but that's only five games a year. Say, I didn't say. I didn't say immediately. No, no, no. I understand that. I'm saying like ten years from now, it's it's thirty bucks. It's right. That's that's three hundred and sixty dollars, which comes out to about five five games that you would have. The average person is getting three to four games a year. So the value when you, when you look at when you say it out loud, you're like thirty dollars a month. That's expensive, right? But at the same time, you look at it and go, wait a minute. Well, that's only three hundred sixty dollars for the entire year. If you bought four games or five games at normal price at seventy dollars, you've already hit that mark. Yes, but the but the trick is, and not really a trick, but to look at it plainly, if you get someone to pay that much money for Game Pass, but they're still a gamer, right? They're going to buy the games they're going to buy regardless throughout the year because not every game is going to come on Game Pass. So they're going to get their three games a year or four games a year, the average, as you keep saying, but they're also paying for Game Pass. Correct. So technically what you have done is you've taken the normal consumer and you've doubled their you're doubled their money 
into gaming for the year. Sure. Because not only do they pay for Game Pass, but they're still buying the games that they normally buy. Right. right? And so microtransactions. You basically, right. You've basically persuaded them to say that Game Pass is valuable enough to save you money. Or they'll buy a game off of Game Pass. Even though they still buy yeah. the games. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> So Tyler says, I still can't believe they charge just to play games. Well, they've actually exactly, but they actually morphed it into it now, right? So there's so much value into Game Pass. Well, Tyler's right, right? There's so much, there's so much uh, value in Game Pass. Even at that ten dollars, right? They used to just charge you ten bucks for for Xbox Live, right, or whatever the hell it was. It's like five bucks, six bucks, right? But then they 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 the value was not there. So then they changed Xbox Live and and added gold, right? So gold and live were together. Right. And then when Game Pass came out six years ago, they just moved all that into Game Pass. Right. So now you're paying 10 bucks and you're getting live, you're getting gold, and you're getting Game Pass. Right. That's a huge value. value right. It's a value. huge value. Okay. Proceed value. Yeah. So that's that's where they get it from, from there. Now, now they're doing smart things where Starfield came out. They're like, well, if you, if you want to play five days early, you pay $30, right? You're already paying for Game Pass, right? You're already paying for that $10 a month or $17 a month for that one month. And now they just got an additional $30 out of you to play it five days early because of the hype that they were doing for the game, right? So now for that month, they got $45 to $47 out of you, right? And you still don't own the game now. You just own, you got the five days early access and you're still paying for Game Pass, right? So now that yep. offsets the cost of what you were going to spend for Game Pass for the for the remainder of the year because now they just got an additional $30, which is three months. Three months. Three months worth of, of Game Pass for the, of the lower tier or two months of the higher tier, right? So now that's already paid off for themselves. You see how, how it works? Um, and we were talking about this earlier today in my stream. I still don't understand to this day why PC can play online with no charge, but console players have to pay charge, right? That's, this, and we already know that's a joke. Yeah. We already know that's it's it's a scam would be too harsh of a word. But now we just sweep, we just sweep the Xbox Live money into Game Pass, and now everything's better now, right? Right. So the money you were getting for me plus Game Pass. That this is this is this is how I put it together for you, and this is why I think I know why you can see it's a joke. So before Game Pass, you were paying for Xbox Live. 60 bucks a year. I forget what it is now, guys. 60 bucks a year, 50 bucks a year, something like that. Because I remember people used to buy the cards, remember? You yep. get a card. It's like a play online for a couple months because the next Battlefield game was coming out. So a bunch of people buy the cards. So we were paying for Xbox Live, 60 bucks a year, and then Game Pass came along. So I'm paying 60 bucks a year plus Game Pass. Now, all of a sudden, you got rid of Xbox Live and you just kept Game Pass. So didn't you guys just lose a whole bunch of money? Right? Didn't you guys just didn't you guys just lose 60 bucks a person times millions of people? There's not like a lot of money missing, but apparently getting you into Game Pass not a big deal, right? So in my eyes, if you lost out on 7 million people's worth of Xbox Live and just made all those people into Game Pass and you're not worried about it, that means that money was just icing on a cake for you to begin with because right. you're willing to sacrifice that $60 of $60 a year per customer to get those people into game pass because you know that getting them into game pass will make you more than that 60 bucks a year yeah so so here's the growth that uh I, I i found this the other day and i thought this was interesting right because everyone says that game pass is the netflix of video games right so I'll bring this up. This is Netflix's growth from what they had, right? From 1997 all the way to, to 2021 in this chart. 
But if you, they went digital in 2007. So from 1997 to 2007, they only made 7.3 million subscribers, right? Netflix. That's where they were still mailing you stuff and whatnot. In 2007, they which were still- was, Which was working. Yeah. And which was working. It, they just got rid of mailing like two years ago, whatever it was, right? So in 2007, they decided that we're going to go digital. Once they went digital, okay? Now think about this. I'm, the comparisons, okay? Netflix is giving you discs and also digital discs, right? Or digital downloads. Xbox right now is giving you the disc and then you can also digitally download the disc with Game Pass, right? So from 2007 and their first six years, which is 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. 2012, six years, okay? They're at 30.36 million subscribers. Game Pass right now, last time we checked, was around 25. They could be around 30 mil right now, okay? Well, the first six years. They pushed everybody over. Yeah, whatever. pushed everybody over. That's right. So they have 30 million, let's say, or close to it. That's the first six years. Now... Netflix is basically all digital. Now, obviously, they didn't go all digital until a couple years ago. But from from 2012, where they had 30 million, right, they they exploded, okay? They're not selling boxes for people to get Netflix in their house. It's just an app that goes on your phone and goes on your television set and goes on your computer and you can download it and whatever else, right, to whatever device. They exploded from 30 million to 110 million, okay, in an additional five years, right? 2012, well, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. So five years, they made it to 110 million members. Now they're up at 210, right? They've doubled, right, from 2017 to now. Uh, they've, they've doubled their thing. So if Game Pass looks at that and goes, well, this is what they did, and maybe this is how we're, maybe they're doing the projection of, look, they did it in six years and got to 30 mil, so we're okay, right? They're, they're doing the exact same thing as Netflix. They're trying to get the people to, they don't want them to buy consoles. They, they, you can put it on your television set, your cell phone, your console, your, your, your mobile device, your, your uh, VR headset, whatever, right? So this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to do exactly. As convenient as, convenient as a movie. Right. Where you could grow your base from 30 million to 100 million. Now, people are like, well, that's never going to happen. Movies are much bigger and, and blah, blah, blah. Regardless, they're putting it out there where billions of people, 3.5 billion devices, 3 billion people play certain things, right? On mobile devices, they're trying to get it out there. And if they can get that percentage, just a little, they just need, they just need like 5% of that whole market. And then they boom, they shoot up to 100 mil. And that's where they want to be 100 mil. And then they can make it. I think they'll. I but think they'll do it by twenty thirty. But that's why they gave the the countdown there by twenty thirty because that's the six year projection. Right. Right. Well, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Here's the next story: Game Pass to make eight billion revenue by twenty thirty. Microsoft hopes. Okay. So uh, Microsoft estimates that Xbox uh, could be worth thirty six billion by twenty thirty, driven primarily by game sales, microtransactions, and purchases made on console, PC, cloud. In fact, Microsoft expects Xbox to make sixteen point nine billion from transactions by twenty thirty. Now, which is more than the total amount of Xbox makes today? So here's the 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 chart that they they have, and if you can see that the advertisement they they're they're going right now. In uh, in fiscal year of 2014, they were only doing 0.1 billion, right? So it's like 100, you know, uh, 100 million uh, of of advertisement compared to in fiscal year 30, advertisements could be 1.4 billion, okay? And then a mobile transactions is going to be 2.6 billion. They're projecting subscriptions are going to be 7.8 billion. So that just means just on Game Pass, they want 8 billion just on Game Pass, okay? So 8 billion, okay? 8 billion, crazy. 
so that's eight million. That's eight. I got to turn my phone sideways. That's that's eight billion. Uh, divide that by seventeen. Right? No, that's wrong. I'm doing the wrong math there. But they basically because they're, they're they're getting four four billion right now, aren't they? Not with the with the four hundred million. Four hundred million times the twelve is four point eight billion. So they want to triple 400, that. that... Four hundred million times twelve months is. 1.2 billion. No, 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 no. 400 million each month. It comes out is to it four, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's 400 million each month. 400 each yeah, month. No, don't yeah, get yeah. me don't get me crazy. Don't get me yeah, crazy. Yeah, 400 million is like okay. 4. Point whatever billion. I thought you were talking about that, something else. I don't I want to Yeah, I'm doing quick math, guys. I got you. I got you. So they want 7.8. So right now we're at 30 30 million. Right? 25 30 million. So if they want they think they're going to get 60 eight, to 70 eight, million. Are they talking are they talking about getting revenue. 8 billion revenue. 8 billion revenue for the year just for Game Pass for the year. For the year, yeah. Okay, well that's 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 not really that much, bro, because currently it's 4.8 billion right now. So basically off the 25 million doubling, off, yeah. off, right. Basically you want to double. Not that much. Right. And then on top of that, they say transactions and other console PC cloud is $16.9 billion by 2030. And then hardware consoles accessories is $7 billion. And I, I, I got to assume that this is, you know, lower projections, not higher projections, because they don't really have that many consoles no, out there. They're probably basing it off of normal projection rates, growth rates. They, uh, I'm sure that they're not over they're not overestimating what because I, they, have, they, have, they have to answer no, the stockholders. No, no, I understand that. What I'm saying is they're not saying they're going to sell like 122 million consoles is what I'm saying. They're they're. They only sold fifty that's, million that's consoles separate, last last year. Conversation. We already know that the 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 world that we all live in currently, that you guys believe that consoles are going to go on forever, is not going to happen, right? It's much easier for you to play games on any other device besides you having a console, right? Yes, there will be consoles, just like there are still record players, just like there are still right. other entertainment devices. But you have children growing up right now that know nothing except tablets and phones and little gear, tech gear stuff. And so when they get older, that's what they're looking at. That's what they play on. It's not something that, that they hate that they were forced to play. You grew up on it. I grew up on consoles. So that's why consoles are so near and dear to my heart and why I base everything around me on when the next console's coming because that's what it is in my head, how we progress. Mm -hmm. But how your kids are progressing is not a console, right? And if I can trade in, if I can trade in 330 million people who own a console to whoever has a phone or a tablet, I'm going to change immediately for marketing. Or television. Right, I don't right. know about you. I want to make money. Right, I I I want ten percent of the planet, as opposed to ten percent of three hundred eighty million. Well, like at any time, any day, here's all day. Here's and how how are they going to get to that point? Right, everyone's like, well, there's not many people that own an Xbox, and people make fun of Xbox all the time because no one no one owns it. It's it's one third of what PlayStation's selling there. That's right? correct. Or, and so why would I want to make another one? Right. So they're. If they don't make the consoles, then they're not spending the money to make the consoles, and then they're bringing people in that are spending three hundred dollars a year, right? And they're not putting that three hundred dollars because if someone pays for Game Pass right now for three hundred dollars, that's that's an S, right? That's an S. They just have to stay for an entire year, and that's what the S it costs them to make. But if they don't have to sell the S, and you can just get a television set and then play Game Pass through your television, or 
play it through the MetaQuest 3 that just got announced from, from Zuckerberg. Okay, so you can play... Uh, we learned last uh, couple days ago that now, uh, using a headset, you'll be able to stream games like Halo Infinite, Starfield, Forza Horizon 5 to a large virtual 2D screen. And you'll also need Game Pass Ultimate subscription to use the Xbox Cloud Gaming as well as a compatible controller. A disclaimer notes that the service will only be available on the Quest in select regions. It's unclear if and when the Cloud Gaming will be available for Quest 2 or Quest Pro, right? So here's another market. If there's eight million uh you know eight million headsets out there everyone's like well there's only eight million out there they're like well all right well now they can all play you know xbox just by downloading yeah, it's it just it. but you're playing but you're not playing different games you're playing the same games just using that apparatus yeah, yeah it's not it's not it's not That's, vr it's just making yes. the virtual television set in your in your living room and now you're playing through it so now you can literally play xbox games and all you need is this Okay, and and the headset, which is wireless, right? You put that on your face, and now you can start playing video games, you know. And everyone will always bring up, well, the internet's not going to be very good. Well, I hate I, don't, I, don't I hate to break it to you. It's not gonna, that's it's not going to go backwards. That's <laughs> right. We're only moving it's, forward. They, 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 the internet doesn't go backwards. Right. No one's no, going to be like, they're no, not, no one's going to be like, hey, thing... sorry, we're going back to hardwired. No, no, no one's doing no. that. I if if you're up if you're up on the tech talk. Not TED Talk. It's different than Tech Talk. TED Tech Talk, right? If you're up on the Tech Talk, they're still throwing around the verbiage about then being able to transfer data through the cloud at ridiculous speeds. They're still working on it. Now, I know they don't keep bringing that up because they're trying to oogie-boogie you. Right. Right? They're bringing it up because people who are keeping their ear to the ground investment-wise are waiting to hear about that because if Microsoft is able to get, I don't want to say the whole thing that they were talking about. If they were getting to half of the data transfer that they were talking about for cloud, then there's no more problems at all. Now I'm not saying that there's no tree and then tomorrow there's going to be a tree, right? Right. But they're growing a tree, right? Inevitably that data thing is going to work because it has to work in order for gaming and for, I don't know, data transfer in general to be pushed forward because we're not, go we're not going backwards, right? We're hitting the, we're, listen, we're hitting the limits on chips, how many transistors can be on a chip. Right now, we're getting close to a tech roadblock where like, or a, uh, a choke point where we can't go as fast as we were. And by the way, I think we were moving pretty fast, right? I'm pretty sure the, the technology of a cell phone tells you briefly why in this one sphere, even though I know some people it hurts, in this one sphere of the economy that you don't want government, re government regulation, right? Look at cell phones and look at tech and realize that this bracket of the industry is not really regulated by the government like other sections are. And you see how fast they can move, right? Is there problems? Yes. Is there growing pains? Yes. Is there a lot of unemployment because things are getting shifted around too fucking quick? Yes, right? A lot of unemployment is about to happen. Why, bro? <laughs> well, we weren't going to go there yet, but I guess we can. Uh, Epic Games uh, is basically uh, getting rid of, it says uh, from Jason Schreier, 
Uh, Epic boss Tim Sweeney says that email staff for a while now we've been spending way too much money, and then we then then we earn Fortnite creator profit margins as not as big as Fortnite was. Uh, Eight hundred and seventy jobs eliminated by Epic, uh, and still hiring. And so they're getting rid of people, but yet they're hiring people at the same time. And on top of that, they're also um, raising the price of V-Bucks, right? So Epic Games laying off 16% of the staff as it raises Fortnite V-Buck prices. All right, okay. Hang on. Who's the, other, who's the other adult in the room? Water, you're the adult, right? Are you the same age as me, Water? You're up there, right? Come on, Water. You got kids. All right, Water. Quick question. Your company... You're firing a bunch of people, and you're raising the prices of your products. What happens? In it? What happens? What happens? Water. Come on, tell me. Come on, bro. come on, water. You know. All right. Water, what happens? Why water is doing that? Right. Epic's raising Fortnite V buck prices in October. The virtual currency will be more expensive in a number of countries, including the U.S. Okay, so they're raising the price where one thousand V bucks right now currently is seven ninety nine. It'll be eight ninety nine. So they're raising it just one dollar. Uh, if you get the twenty eight hundred V bucks, it goes from twenty dollars to twenty two ninety nine. If you go to the five thousand V bucks, there was thirty one ninety nine, which now goes to thirty six ninety nine. And if you get the uh, thirteen thousand five hundred V bucks, it's eighty dollars, which is now goes up to eighty nine ninety nine. Uh, so they're raising that, and because they're not making enough money, they got to keep their lights on, Sarge. They, they well, always, here's what they always here's the answer. Here's the answer to the question. No, no, not, not yet. Here's the answer to the question. If a what they call it is it's a nicer word. Companies always say we're restructuring. We're we're we've we've called some consultants in and we're restructuring. And what happens is when you fire people, hire people, and raise prices, what you're doing is getting rid of the fat, hiring people to do the same job for less, and then increasing profit margins because you want to get more money. So. Cutting salaries, raising prices, stock price goes up. Other guys are happy. That's how this works. And yeah. you want some more positive cash flow. That's what they're looking for because end of the quarter might be coming up, and it's going to look bad on paper. So how do we make it look good on paper? Well, profits are up. Labor's down. That's all it is on the book. It doesn't matter that everybody you know just lost their job. Who's right? Because Everybody, I, I would have to think at this point in time, if you're if you're a programmer or developer at all, you know that you're going to be moving at some point yeah. in the next five to six years. Like you're going to know you're moving. Like if the company's doing well, we're going to be here ten years. If the company's not doing well, I might be here for two or three years, and we're going to have to find another job someplace. It's almost like being in the military, right? If you're a developer, you're moving, right? You got to move where your job is. Well, Epic Games uh, is really affecting uh, the guys who create Fall Guy. Uh, uh, Mediatonic, uh, they they got hit hard the or hit the hardest, so they got hit hard. It says uh, uh, massive layoffs. Reports rumors that the entire studio was uh, was shuttering, uh, or yeah, shuttered, are not true. So, um, uh, what's it called? Was hit hard, very hard today. It says the layoffs, reports, and rumors that the entire studio was shuttered are not true. All right, so they, the whole t the the whole studio is not closed but he's saying they got hit the hardest right so the people that make fall, the people that got hit fall, uh, that made fall guys apparently fall guys is not making enough money right so they're like oh we gotta cut I, the fat. I don't know how many how many hats can you sell <laughs> right. like what do you what do we what do we it's just little beans running about? about right it's like, little beans imagine, running around imagine the guy who's trying to sell the income of what fall guys is it's a cute game. It's a hundred review one. We'll have all kids who have mommy's credit card on file to go and buy some hats for their characters, so they know where they're what, what character is theirs. Like, what's the end game here, Tom? Like, what are you selling them? We're selling hats. 
They're festive. Like, okay, well, how long can we sell hats for? Well, market research shows that for the next 18 months, profits are going to go up 35%. Like, that's how they talk. Like, bro, you're selling hats for little peanuts. Like, that's not going to be consistent forever. Yeah. It's over. See, it's I, over. What I, what I don't understand is how companies, I know they all want the money. It's all about the money and the, how big a percentage they can. But if they if they just took the money they made right from the initial launch and the initial stuff, they already paid. They already paid for the game. The game is paid for, right? They already paid the developers. Now they're just getting people to make cosmetics for them, right? If someone, if I hire an artist, and I don't know, maybe one of you guys are an artist, right? You got to tell me how long would it take you to make a thing? What, what's your rate, right? Let's say it's six weeks, five let's weeks. Just, let's, just, time. let's just say it's forty five dollars an hour, uh, and you can draw a, a peanut oh, hat. Right. You're low balling at no, no, seventy five no. at least. No, but whatever, right? So it's a couple thousand dollars, right? They're gonna sell that peanut uh, a tens of thousands of times, okay? Meaning Maybe. they they paid back the artist that made did the project for them, right? And now they're making money. What do they do with that? Do they put it in a savings? No, they're just like let's blow it right away. Let's just blow it out the door, and then they're like, sorry, we had no money left. We got it. We got to fire everybody. Yeah, no, they reinvest. They hire. I don't they think they do. I think they reinvest in the Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Yes, exactly yeah, right. Yes. I, I, I don't know. It's just once a... again, once again, right? And I say I'll say it every week. Games were made and sold and companies grew for 20 years. Make a game, sell a game. Nobody worried about microtransactions. We worried about if our game was gonna be good enough that people wanted to buy it. Period. Yep. That's what a business is. Is your product good enough for me to buy? And I'll talk about your product and other people to buy your product. Is it good enough? Now it's not about that anymore. It's about how can I get you to spend money and time in my universe? Well, that's it. And how are not, they going to do? That, not if my game is good. Not if the game is good. How do I get you to spend time and money in my universe? Well, now, that's everybody sitting down around the table. I need ideas. How do we get them to spend time and money in our universe? But how like, do we do it without I, I, paying I developers? Yeah, right. I don't want to pay anybody. Right. But I want to get. I want to know how to get people to spend time and money in our universe. Well, like that's all it is. They have an answer, Sarge. Because here you go. A Swedish gaming company replaces half of his staff with AI. Okay, so uh, a Gothenburg Gothenburg-based kind of gaming company, Middark, is letting almost half of its staff go. Reports Trade Union Magazine. Okay, instead of the company will invest in training AI to build the game's worlds. In total, twenty-five jobs are set to be replaced by AI. It uses artificial intelligence is meant to streamline the company's work and enable it to resume pay or paying out uh, dividends to shareholders. Middark CEO uh, says wrote in an email to the shareholders in mid-August reports. Okay, so he says a spokesperson for the Swedish game industry believes that there are two options when it comes to using AI in gaming companies. For example, they can become more ambitious and do more with the same resources, or they can carry out the same work at a lower cost. Okay. So that's it. So that that's that's the that's the the entire uh, that's where the industry is going, Sarge. Right? That's where the industry is going. Where if I can get rid of half the staff of anything, doesn't matter if it's twenty five people, doesn't matter if it's two hundred and fifty people, doesn't matter if it's two thousand five hundred people. Okay? Did you see recently on the on the web, Sarge, that someone just took a piece of paper and all they did was this, right? They they. They, they took a piece of paper and they went home 
and they put a, they drew a circle and they said button, right? And they, they did it like a, a sign in thing. And this is all they did. This is all they did on the piece of paper, right? They put that on a camera, took a picture of it, put it to chat GPT and chat GPT made a website for them. Exactly how it was driven. They're like, oh, okay, you want to circle in the center that says home button and this, and it has the drop down menu. And all they did was draw on a sheet of paper, take a picture, insert it into Chat GPT. Okay. And Chat GPT's like, thanks. Okay. I, I, I could put something up there for you. Right. If, if everybody, I, I don't understand, it's like giving a toddler a weapon. Okay. If you don't think the toddler's going to hit you with that weapon, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Right. If you give AI and let the AI make games, you're not going to need people. So stop teaching the AI to do stuff because your job it's will not going to happen. I, I know, I know it's not. not I, I know it's, it's not going to happen. Rule number one. You see one. the cliff coming, but you're still running towards the cliff. Rule number one. If I can make more profit by paying people less, will I do it? Of course. Rule 101 in business. Of course. If I can pay people less in order to make more profit, the answer is yes, I will do it. If you now if you now are giving me the blueprint that over the next five years I can eliminate 50% of all my staff so I can triple profits, am I going to do it? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, they're going to do it. So we're, we're about to see a really good twist of the knife in the back of labor, probably for like the next five or ten years, especially in the tech field. If if they don't get a hold of this and start making laws, real laws, now, right? Because technology goes very quickly. The rules came to come out a little bit later, right? And so a bunch of rules are going to be broken, and a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money and probably their lives before any of this gets cleared up, right? Because if I can—it it sounds sad. It, it really does. But the mom and pops of the world, and the reason why this country has gone in the direction that it has, and we're all corporations now, is because mom and pop stores cared about the local community. And so you were paid a wage for the local community to where the wage in your local community could afford to live right. in your local community. The advent of globalization, and everyone can be anywhere— Right, the amount of money you have to make has to be the amount of money that you have to make for the city that you live in, not where you work anymore. So, like, I can work in like Seattle, but I'm living in Chicago, right? Because I can do everything online. But my paycheck's got to be—I got to be able to live in Chicago, right? Right. If I could do AI, I get rid of half of you. I don't need you, right? No more desk clerks. No more guy. The, the guy getting coffee, they still need because they haven't built a robot to get coffee yet, right? So they need him. Well, no, you won't need it. Right? You so won't imagine, need to get coffee because the AI doesn't need coffee. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, no. But but the guys who are still living, the oh, guys who you. still yeah. work, they're yeah. human beings, yeah. right? So imagine you lose your job, but the coffee guy gets to stay yeah. because he can still go get coffee, but your job's replaced, Yeah. right? I don't see – and I, I'm I'm being very honest when I say this – I don't see how the Hollywood strike ends properly because well, the writers, the writers, the writers don't, they don't need the writers. They can just get a script from AI, right? An AI script is 10 times better than anything I've seen over the last 10 years. Okay. Well, so I don't see how they can survive. Well, they got a bonus increase and they've been out of work for five months. So the money that they just got 
for the, what that they're going to they're going to assign is basically they just lost because they were out for five months of work. And then when they go to work, there's going to be less writers now because now the writers yes. make more money. So now there's going to be less writers less and writers. then the productions are going to be higher because of the thing. Right. So then they're going to be lower production. So then instead of doing a show over six weeks, now it's in six days because they have to pay them a certain fee. And that's what's happening. So this is exactly why I got out of the industry originally, because when Netflix came in and they wanted to make the shows, instead of working on a, on a project and it was like, you know, a 12 week show, they wanted all the stuff done in four weeks. OK, doesn't work that way. So now you're cramming, you're working higher hours, OK, for less money so they can get the product out so they can put it on to the reality show or whatever else. And everyone's like, that's fucking insane. Right, that's what's going to happen in Hollywood with the with the with the writers, right? Because now they got a, I forget what kind of uh, increase they got. I don't know the, the the actual thing yet. So if if it was done, if it was done with human beings in in mind, there wouldn't be a problem. But because profit is the goal, and now video games is a high profit situation, you would listen. You would not have this many development teams, these many publishers. Fighting it out, court cases, who's merging with who. Like, they wouldn't give a shit about any of this if this was a mom-and-pop operation where, hey, guys, we're just making some entertainment for some people. Not a big deal, right? That's not what we're talking about. We are talking about billions of dollars on the line. Multi-billion, yeah. Right, multi-billion dollars on the line. So these guys are going to do whatever it takes to get their slice of the pie, right? So gaming, as you remember is far, far over. We are inside the conglomerate of gaming now where it's not about dev teams who are making games. It's about corporations who own hundreds of dev teams who are right. making service games for you to enjoy in your spare time. Like, that's different than well, me making a video game. From the first, because I, I, I always take stories and I always like coming back to stuff like this, right? So our first story, one of the first stories was Phil Spencer saying that AAA games were too high and expensive and they were... They're, they're, they're going to suffer. And then here we are. Uh, half the staff is, this is a small studio, but they're cutting half the staff for AI. Well, how does a AAA game cut its prices down? Well, if you fire half the staff and it's AI making it, so instead of a 200, no benefits, instead of, no instead benefits, of a $200 no million dollar game now, right. Instead That's, of a $200 million game now, you, $150 million game. Yeah, it's 150 and or, you have no employees, right. And you have no employees to pay. Right. And the well, AI just, but, their, that off but their green footprint will be very good, bro. That's right. Right. And then when you see certain things like what Epic's doing with the Unreal Engine, the Unreal Engine 5 is beautiful looking. Right. Well, if you could teach an AI to code with that, it already does. Right. It already makes the it already makes the procedurally generated worlds of the forest and everything else. And it clicks. Why do I need to buy hire Tim and Tom to do it? Right. Now I could just hire Beep and Boop. Right. Beep and Boop just go around and they and they and they do it. Yeah. But. But Tim and Tom are dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> right? So, I had to. You set it, you set it up too perfectly. So, I had to. So Bip and to. Boop over here just now make the same game in, in the Unreal Engine, and then that's it. And they save themselves a fucking fortune. It's it, here's here here's what I'm hoping is gonna happen. Right? And 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 I mean this, I'm not trying to be a cynic here. What I'm hoping is that because of AI and because they're going to fire half their staves, that we're going to have scabs? more companies, 
more companies be able to open up because it'll be cheaper to make games because I'm using AIs. You won't need as big a budget to start a gaming company because you can use AIs and we'll have more competition. And maybe, just maybe, there'll be a, a more renaissance of gaming because you'll have more people trying to make games and they'll make it for less money. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, Reese, we made 366 episodes without him singing. So it was just a one one and done, I think. I don't have his voice, Reese. Come on, man. That's like that's a harsh voice for me to even try to imitate. So the next story I want to talk to, we're talk about talk to. Nobody can do his voice. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? The next story is PlayStation Boss says story-driven games will remain the bedrock of Sony first-party titles. Okay. Also. He said that moving forward, we're making 10 to 12 live service games by 2026. And then we get this today with PlayStation CEO, the guy who said these things, is now stepping down. Okay. So my question for you, Sarge, is do you think Jim Ryan is stepping down? And again, this is our opinion and you're not, not fact anyway. Why do you think he's stepping down at this point? Uh, where for the, he, he came in, he's been with the company for You're 30 years. You're not going to like my answer. Hold on. He, came, he was like in the company answer. for 30 years. He's been the head of PlayStation since 2019. Now, he's done a good job, right, in two, since 2019 with the, with the pandemic. They sold more PlayStations ever before in the first, this amount of same time than any other console before, okay? He's he's bought Bungie. He's gotten other deals, okay, since, uh, since he, uh, he joined. But now he's leaving. It's a little weird now that Activision stuff is 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 being closed down, like not closed down, being picked up. Like it's the the case is closing down. Okay, it's it's wrapping up, right? Activision is going to be a part of Microsoft, and all of a sudden, Jim Ryan. Everyone was asking for Phil Spencer to step down. Everyone's like, Phil Spencer's going to get fired. He's stepping down. Good old Phil. He, he, and then Jim Ryan's like, I'm done, and he says. That he's leaving because he's just tired. He's tired of traveling. He's on he's on the road all the time. He wants to be with his wife and kids, right? He he lives in Europe, but he travels. He's like he lives in hotels basically his entire his entire time. And he said that was rough on him. It was stressful, and that's that's what he's saying, right? But it, why do you it, think it was stressful to scream into the void about how two companies can't merge because they were yeah. stealing things that you were doing for the last ten years yourself? That's tiring. Yeah, please. The optics on this is very basic. He's not retiring to spend time with his family. He's made a ton. He's made a shit ton of money. A shit ton. He could have left 10 years ago when he was 55 instead of 65. Okay? He didn't have to stay for 10 years. I think he is 55. Except, ex whatever. Except, except that he made PlayStation a shit ton of money. Yeah. And so they wanted him because they know that he can make a shit ton of money. Now, fast forward. Let's sprinkle in all the drama for the last five years that he was involved in, all of it, all the drama, the hacks, the fighting, the, the mergers, all of it, right? Now, if you get rid of Jim Ryan, or as Jupus calls him, Jim Lion Crying Ryan, because that's what he is, <laughs> right? Because he's the face of the company. He's got to do what he's got to do, right? We're going to sprinkle in all that drama. If Jim leaves, right? After everything he said he was going to do, remember his speech about what the next five years was going to do, what he what his plan was? It's basically like the little 
evil guy with the cat from James Bond. Like, yes, in the next five years, PlayStation will be rule the world, right? So now you get rid of Jim Ryan completely. And now you can start fresh with a new face, no drama, and nobody's going to remember any of the shit that's happened over the last five years because you can't blame the new guy. You can only blame Jim Ryan. And Jim Ryan has done his time. He has made PlayStation all the money they were going to make, and so it doesn't matter anymore. So now new guy comes in, we start fresh, and we go towards the goal that we always wanted. All the games are first party and games lives of service. Beautiful. And then everyone yelled at Jim Ryan for that, but you can't yell at this guy because as of right now, it was Jim Ryan's plan. Right? I, and they're all and they're only following Jim Ryan's plan. I I thought this is the way I thought it, right? I think Jim Ryan didn't like that they wanted to go live service. I think Jim Ryan was a big component of keeping first party titles and putting more money into first party titles. Okay. I think once the shift in the industry was going. They're going li- into a cul- they're go- they're going into a cul-de-sac, bro. There's going to be problems. No, I understand eventually. that. What I'm what I'm saying. This is how I th- I think. Th- this is why I think he's leaving. Right. Obviously, no proof. This is just what I think. Okay. I think because PlayStation, he was a big component of first party titles, first party titles, first party titles. This is what th- this is what we're doing. PlayStation themselves, the board of directors, was like, well, they're making a lot of money over there with these live service games, right? And they're like, yeah, but. Trust me, first party title. This is where it's at. This is what we what we're known for. This is why people buy PlayStations. And the board's like, yeah, but they're making a lot of money over there with live service games, right? Um, why don't we buy Bungie and uh, we'll run it by them, right? So now Bungie's in on board, okay? And now they're going towards live service. Hence why, hence why he says this. He says, you know, this is PlayStation boss says story driven games will remain the bedrock. He wants to make sure that everyone knows. Look, yeah, we're doing live service games. We're sticking with the first-party title games because this is what Sony is, right? We're, we're really good at making good games. This is what brought Nintendo to what they are because they had the first-party titles, good quality games, and then all of a sudden now, you know, this this is from September 25th, him saying PlayStation bosses, we're, we're keeping the bedrock, right? And then all of a sudden, here we are on the 28th, Jim Ryan is like out the door, right? So it's weird to me that, that he said this and then all of a sudden he's gone. And I think two 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 realms here are, are thinking differently. I think PlayStation's like, we want to go a different direction. And Jim Ryan's like, you gotta stay with the first party. And they're like, All right, Jim, have a nice time. Uh see you later. Yeah. And that's that's yeah, what I feel. Because Jim, Jim is old news. They know where the money's gonna come from in the future. It's not gonna be first party titles forever. It's not the way it's gonna be. Right. It'll go for a little bit longer, but not forever. Right. And so somebody in the office of, of Sony says, we need to figure out where we're going on for the future. And somebody said to him, well, how about Bungie? And he says, well, what about Bungie? He says, well, Bungie's managed to keep 12 million people busy for 10 years, <laughs> giving them money right. every year. So maybe we should hire them to make our games a service thing because they seem to know how to manipulate people the order to get them to stay for 10 years playing the same game. Maybe we should learn from them. And someone said, that sounds like a good idea. How much can we get Bungie for? Yeah. Recent, recent chat says, it's odd timing. And if it if it was planned, you think his replacement would have already been chosen? No, because that means they're saving money. Right? They don't have to pay out anyone big. And the, and the people that are there, they know. The hiring bonus. Yeah. They, they just they just let it slide until they're like, ah, we'll see who. And they hire within. But they, they save a fortune. Literally, a fortune. Uh, not hiring one person. 
Uh, Ghostwood says, I think the timing is just merely coincidental. Perhaps, perhaps, but, you know, did he, did he not feel that way when he was doing the uh, all the traveling for, for, the, for the CMA? And when he had to go back and forth 15 times between Europe and stuff? Fighting tooth and nail yeah. to stop something happening? Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the timing of it where it's now over and Activision is literally going to get bought, bought by Microsoft, it's over. Right, it's happening, right? And all then he's like, "Traveling is going to be all his traveling's going to be done. He can yeah. stay with his family. Why not stay? <laughs> the court cases are over." Yeah, no, it's not. He's not traveling because of court cases. He travels all the time for everything. But yeah, I know, I know. So I don't know. It, it could be coincidental, and it could be exactly what he said it was. He he's he just right. Fellas tired. Yeah, maybe maybe he's just done. And I, I and I agree. Uh, Ghost on my stream earlier when I talked about this yesterday was it yesterday or this morning I forget okay I said when I used to travel I was on the road all the time I would travel be away from my family and when I had to make a choice when my son was born I was like I don't want to be on the road anymore I was like I don't want to be away right I want to see my kid grow up I, I if, if that's his actual thing cool right it's just weird timing that's all it's just weird timing did Ryan also uh, assure that shareholders that the 10 new lives or 12, it's 12, uh, 12 live service were, were, were in the works? He hasn't been uh, outspoken towards live service. Um, no, but Sony is known for their first party titles. That's what made them successful in the past. That's what's made them successful now. Uh, and if you're taking now 60% or 40% and 60% of your budget, 40% of your actual production and putting it towards live service games, right? And you have to pump out 10 of those in the next three years. Quality's probably not going to be up at the highest because some games are coming out right away and other games are going to be at the tail end of that. And they might be worked on for 18 months. They might be worked on for two years. They might be worked on for three years. But I don't think all those live service games are going to be top notch. And if, again, not saying that uh, it, it, it's a bad choice. It's just if he, he assured people saying it, that's the bedrock. The bedrock is still our first party title games. It's not the live service games, but 12 live service teams, 10 to 12 in three years. That's a lot. That's a lot. And obviously those are not just all for PlayStation. That's those I are going to be third party titles as well. They're, they're going to be all across. Well, it's first party, but it's going to be on all platforms as well. I think that when Sony figures out that they're going to have to pivot I don't think their pivot's going to be that bad. Like when they realize that consoles are not going to be the future, their whole first party thing will stick. But I think what they're going to have to do is the first thing will be like, well, the the cloud service or the system service, whatever it is, is inside all the Sony televisions. Right? Yeah, and you get a year course. and you get a, and you get a year free. You won't even have to pay for it. You like you buy the TV and you get a year of of PlayStation's version of Game Pass for a year. You know that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then that way, all you need is a PlayStation and your phone, and a and a they, cloud. They, and I said, and this. then you play like they're going to do the same thing. They have to because that's where the market's they're going. They're fighting. They're fighting a little bit longer, right? The like Xbox, Microsoft knew right away. PlayStation is like, we got this. Meanwhile, they had this already. We already know that there was no console war. PlayStation was beating the ass of Microsoft for years, except for that one small period of 360. 360. Yeah, the 360. Otherwise, the rest of it was they owned them, right? And we know Crazy Uncle Nintendo is going to do Crazy Uncle Nintendo, right? So all that's going to happen now is Ryan's going to go. You're going to forget about Ryan. You're going to forget about the last three E3s. And then all of a sudden, PlayStation's going to go into a different direction because 
They're going to have to yeah, because they but, don't have a choice. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. That's they why don't I have said, a choice. That's why I said like a year ago. I said they're going to have to. Well, actually, I said it multiple years ago. I said they're going to have to put their games on PC, which they've done. I said they're going to have to put that thing on. They did P PlayStation Plus, right? I yep. said they're, they're going to have to do a day and date down the road. I don't agree with it, right? I don't like day and date personally because I want to see games flourish, right? Make yep. the money up front, and then, then you can go on the platform. But the industry is going to go a certain way. And if they want to be a part of that industry, they got to continue to go that way with them. They can't. They can't fight it. If everything goes digital, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to be over here with our our hard copy of our of our they console." Want, they want to be like Nintendo, but I don't think I don't. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Even though there's a lot of people that follow PlayStation, right? I think that Nintendo's saving grace is the sheer number of people inside their ecosystem that believe in Nintendo, yeah. right? That has never foundered floundered it's, at all excuse me there nintendo is the the nintendo i said this the other day nintendo is, is the godfather of video games the godfather of video games they are the elder all right you respect mm -hmm. your elders they're like that's just what it is they know what they're doing and they they broke they they rose the game out of the like the the, the gaming industry out of the depths of hell twice yep. twice okay playstation what was the wasn't time? there what, what, what was the second it was time? both in the 80s it was it was when uh, atari did it and then they they um they dip and then they came back up again because they weren't uh they they took atari atari was making shitty games left and right and the quality of atari was going down nintendo came in with the quality games and that's what rose up yeah. out, out of the depths then when uh sega and stuff was uh failing okay they they were there again to that's true that's true that was the second time that's right that's right yep so nintendo look they earned their stripes playstation came in and they bought everything just like microsoft when they came in they I bought just, everything I I always look at the I, I've always looked at the Nintendo as more as a company. They're a little bit more of a control freak. That's why they do what they do. They want proprietary software, proprietary hardware, yeah. they, right? Because they can. Because they have enough. They have enough customer base where they they can do it. All right, we got two two other things going on here. We got banishers. If you guys don't know what banishers is, banishers I called the uh, the the Scottish Witcher. Okay, um, I believe it's Scottish, right? Banisher uh, is the Scottish uh, main main guy. Uh, it got delayed to uh, February thirteenth of next year, so that got delayed. Okay, and then the other game that got delayed is City Skylines. Uh, got delayed, but not the full right. So the PC, I believe, is still coming out October twenty fourth, but console. It says we've we've come to realize that we need more time to reach the the quality target that we've set for the console and we want to provide the best experience for our players. So city skylines two is getting pushed into 2024. Okay. So we don't the know console when. version, the consoles. Yeah. The console, the console version. version. Yeah. The, okay. The, the other one's still on steam. Uh, I believe on October 24th, I believe. So, I mean, fair <clears throat> enough, man. First of all, if you, if you're not familiar with that game, the complexities of that game, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Right. The complexities of that game as a simulation, what is running inside that game, especially when you start to get a, a bigger and bigger city. I'm surprised it's on console at all. Honestly. Right. Right. Because the processing power needed to run that game properly, right, makes certain PCs whistle. So I can't imagine what kind of version they're trying to do on a console, right? Especially since the the, the detail work that you need in that game, you need a mouse. You need a mouse, yeah. right? And, and I'm, I'm hoping that when they release it on console, that they release it, mouse and keyboard are able to be used for your damn console because you need it. <clears throat> I think uh, 
I, I, I <clears throat> excuse me. I think the City Skylines. Is, I, I'm, I'm. Look, I, I love these games. I love like, uh, you know, I always liked Sims. Uh, not Sims. They, they, they blew, Sim they City. blew Sim City out of the water. Yeah, Sim City. Uh, like that, City that, that is a prime example. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That's Polar a prime example. It's a prime example of a company seeing an opening. Like SimCity pissed away their simulation game for years. Well, that's because, EA, years. because EA bought them. That's right. And they pissed away their city game for years. Yep. And then somebody found the hole in the armor for that little game, for, for that, that type of game. They said, we could do a better game like this. Yeah. And they did. Yep. They blew it up. They blew it up. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what you have to do, right? You have to find a, the the uh, the kink in the armor, the little 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 opening. See, the Skylines by far, I mean, that's 100, 100 times better. EA made SimCity. Now it's on the mobile phones where they're making money off mobile phones where you have to, for time, it's like that time restraints that you have to do and you, you pay for little energy things to do, right? That's that's yep. what they've done with SimCity. They've completely washed it down the toilet. Um, all right, we're going to do... Uh, questions oh one more story sorry minecraft dungeons okay minecraft dungeons been out for two years mojang studios has surpassed 25 million players for minecraft dungeons so now it's you know it's on it's on Crazy. pc it's on xbox it's on playstation uh i believe it's on the nintendo switch is it not i don't know if it's on the switch but regardless 25 million people play that game and you know what the sad part is sarge it's not really sad for them uh minecraft dungeons is a Hundred times better than Diablo Four, okay. Well, I don't know about a hundred times. Hundred times better. It's got better I end don't game. Know about hundred. It's got better end game, better weapons, better skills, better things to do. Like one hundred percent Minecraft Dungeons. But then again, to be fair, it's been out for two years, and it, it, Diablo's only been out for you know, you know, twenty couple months. Yeah, twenty twenty years since they. Made oh well, you're counting the whole yeah. series, right? I got you. <laughs> So, yeah, good for them. Minecraft Dungeons made 25, uh, 25 million people. All right, chat. Uh, if you want to ask a question, I'm going to open up the uh, Q&A. Let me bring it up real fast. I don't know what it is about Minecraft. Every once in a while, I just like to sit around and play. And then I'll, and then I'll, then I'll, I'll burn out on it and go to something else. But I always see myself. I, I've never taken it off my hard drive. It's been on my hard drive forever. I always go back. My son, me, and my son always play it. We, we always go back and play it. Oh, I gotta tell you, Sarge. I forgot to tell you. In, uh, I don't like being slave labor, though. In his world, I'm always slave labor. In the, in we played Mario Kart the other day, right? So I told I told the story to my my chat the other day, right? So, uh, we're sitting at dinner and he's watching a video of someone playing Mario Kart, right? And I'm like, "What are you watching?" He's like, "Oh, this guy's telling me about the 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 combos of like the player to the cart ratio and the tires you pick and stuff like that." And I just play the game. I've never even thought about that, right? And I was like, I was like, does that work? He's like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I could beat you. He's like, he's like, you're not gonna beat me, Dad, right? And my wife is eating dinner, and she just pauses and looks at me and goes, "You're gonna lose," and then just continues eating. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean I'm gonna lose? I was like, I'm gonna win, right? We sit down to play. He destroys me, destroys me. And the last time I played with him was just a couple of months ago. Okay, just a few months ago we played. And I would destroy him. First place all the time. He's now up to 200 CC, okay? And he's drifting around every freaking corner doing the tricks and the hops. And he's just like... I'm yeah, just because, because now he's nine, and his hand-eye coordination is, is in, in tip-top shape. And, and he understands yeah. he understands how to play. And, yeah. and on top of that, he's a really... Yeah, I got to work on this. He's a really sore winner, 
Okay, because when he wins, he's like, I'm just that good, Dad. I'm just that. And he just drives it. I'm just like, yeah, okay, congratulations. You beat me. He's like, he's like, no, but I'm really good. I'm like, yeah, but you suck at winning. I was like, you suck at winning. <laughs> so, but yeah, he absolutely. Humility Humility is not one of the first traits you get yeah. when you're a child. He's, humility comes with time. He's a, he's actually really good. He's really, really good now. So, and well, so you now. You were good at nine. You were good at yeah, nine. So too. now he's like, I'll, I'll teach you, Dad. He's like, I'll teach you. We'll play every day. I was like, no, it's good. I was like, you, you can win this. It's fine. So, but he destroyed me. Absolutely destroyed me. Like what place were you in? Uh, well, overall I came in, uh, we played four races, like the, the, the circuit I got in, he got first, 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 first. I got, uh, third, second, seventh, second. So. Oh, well, that's not too bad. No, no, Just no. that one race, that one race you no, got nuked no, no, and no, no. brought you down. No, he literally was so fast. He almost lapped me on one of the boards. Like I was, oh. I was third, and he was first, and he was about to pass me before the finish line. Like he already, he was already done. <laughs> I, like I, I went to the last lap, and he was done. Right, he destroyed me. Knows the shortcuts. He knew that's everything. So it was fun. Yeah. And and he has a phone. You had Nintendo Power. Yeah, he's amazing playing Minecraft on the iPad. You see him. Like I, I have a mouse button, and when I break something with the thing, he's playing on an iPad just. Like, like it's crazy. Uh, if you guys have any questions, ask them in the way. There's a little blue bar up on top in the in the um, in the chat. We'll wait a couple of minutes. You guys can submit your questions, and then we'll answer here. Uh, Dupla says, uh, "Do you sit or stand to wipe?" Um, it all depends. I mean, I'm sorry. Sit a, or stand? More, more of a more of like a in between. Like you hover a little bit. You know? Yeah, you got to hover. You got you got to hover. Yeah, you got to you have, you have to properly take care of business. You hover. Yeah. You don't stand up because then you're. You don't stand. Yeah, because then you're. No. Yeah, you're, you're no. swooshing. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. No. Powerball says my son is twelve. Uh, I told him the news about uh, Microsoft looking at one uh, one time to buy Nintendo, and he literally said, uh, "They better keep their hands off my Zelda." There you go. And he's twelve. Who's he defending? <laughs> right. He's putting a flag in the ground for Zelda. He's yeah. twelve. Yeah. I just this is this is the loyalty of the Nintendo base. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's the lifeblood of video games, man. You know, you know, what my, you know what my favorite one is. I, I, uh, that eight bit Nintendo brings back such fond memories, right? My my favorite of all time is still Metroid. Is, I, is Metroid I love your, Metroid. Your favorite? Metroid <clears throat> of the eight bit games, Metroid. I'm trying to think. Zelda was great because of the gold cartridge and the whole all the secrets you had to learn in that game. Like I it was Zelda. awesome. Yeah, I loved Zelda. But Metroid to me, because Metroid was a game that was broken, but no one told you. Right, there were so many things that were broken about that game, and you don't realize it until now. Like now, I watch like the speed runs of it, and they and the guys talk about like, yeah, this game was broken. It's been broken ever since. You could do this, you could do that, you could do this, you could do that. I'm like, yeah, I remember all that stuff. It's broken. Like, the game was broken. Like somebody said, you couldn't beat the game. Somebody beat the beat Metroid. I think it was twenty twenty one minutes. Oh yeah, and I and I think to myself, I'm thinking to myself, my God. Like every every hallway looked the same. Well, I used to go down the same hallway like six times. Because now I, they know exactly I, I, I what bush the, to move, what hole right, to go I, into. I, I, I had the issue of Nintendo Power that had the whole map of Metroid out on the floor. I know. To not go through the same hallway twice because yep. all the hallways looked the same. I'm trying to think of a. What did I play so much of? I was a big sports guy back then. I played a lot of sports games. Temco Bowl, bro. Well, Temco Bowl. 8 bit, eight, eight bit Nintendo, Temco Bowl. Bases loaded. Bases and baseball, baseball simulator. Oh yeah, baseball simulator was a good one too. Yeah, 
I don't think there's any. Yeah, yeah Powerballs, Temco Bowl. I don't bro. think there's any game that I played more than King Griffey Junior Baseball on the uh, the uh, Super, Super NES. Yeah, I think that, that I think that game. I if if they kept track of hours, I'm in the thousands and thousands of hours. It's crazy. Maybe close to like five or six thousand hours. I I knew everything in that game. Not yet, Ghost. We're still hoping. Ghost, uh, hoping. speaking of live service, have you heard anything about the new Transformers Reactivate as a fan? What is your number one hope uh, for the title? Uh, we, we did hear something just, just recently. Okay. Splash Damage. They're making it. Yeah, no. Splash Damage is having an event. It's called uh, Unreal Con or Unreal. Yeah, I think it's called Unreal Con. They're having in, in a, it, they're having in, uh, developers come in. Okay. All these, uh, it's invite only. And they're having it in Louisiana, and they're showing something there. We don't know what they're showing. Uh, so there's certain people talking about it that supposedly, sometime in October, we're supposed to hear of a beta happening. A closed beta is happening sometime this year. Okay, even on their website it says beta is happening in 2023. But supposedly they're going to announce something, and I don't know if it's going to be an open beta, if it's a closed beta, or something. But supposedly something's going to happen, and they're going to have a beta this year, and then it's supposed to come out sometime next year. But there's also rumors that it could get pushed back, all depending on you know, what other things are coming out or what they have planned or what they're doing, right? Because they switched from the Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5. So they, they had to shift the whole game over. That got finished in July. Uh, so now they're in Unreal Engine 5. And what I'm hoping for is that the game that just came out, The First Descendant, which is, a, is supposedly to be a free-to-play game, right? So a free-to-play game, Transformers game. If they do what Warframe did or what First Ascendant did, I'm, I'll am i be happy with that game. I, I will lose myself in that game. If I have to take you know, Bumblebee or Optimus Prime or you know Megatron and just grind like I did for Bunny or grind like I did for, for Kyle or for whatever uh, in, in the First Ascendant, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping for a fun game that I can play with my buds and I can, it's like a, not even thinking, right? I just want to like pick up the game and go, all right, I'm just going to grind Shockwave tonight or I'm going to, you know, grind Bumblebee or Ironhide tonight, level him up, get his his thing. That's what I want. Yeah, but I want, I want someone to take the time to make the game mechanic work inside the game where you can be Soundwave with the cassettes and be powerful, but yet not OP. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want them to, to actually care about the characters in that in that game, right? Sound effect, never mind just gameplay, but sound effects and voices also have to be on point for the Transformer game. So I think it's even harder game to make because you have to fire all cylinders. You can't just you can't half-ass your way into a Transformer game by by carbon copying Destiny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has to have. Oh, no. It has to have its own identity. I think it will have its own identity. I just I, I want it to be fun. I want to show you this, Sarge. I forgot someone. Uh, oh, I think Water did this. This is about a month ago. This came out. This is a GI Joe Wrath of Cobra, the official reveal trailer. It's a new video game coming out, Sarge. Right, should I be excited? Or should I be I'm worried? not going to play the sound. So you're just going to, right? This is just, right? Why? Why can't you play the sound? Because I, I I'll, I'll, get, sound. I'll, get, I'll get kicked. I'll, I'll get taken down. They'll they'll they'll, they'll copyright claim right. or whatever. Right. So. All right. What kind of what kind of music is it? It's GI Joe. Is it's, it 80s rock? It's GI Joe. Is it 80s rock? It's GI Joe. It's GI Joe. Yeah, it, but it's 80s rock. That's why you can't play it, right? <laughs> it's copyright. It's claim, 80s rock, right? So look, right here it is, Sarge. What what type 100% of game? Hundred percent 80s rock. What type of game do you think this is? Hundred percent. What what type of game do you think this is? 
What do you think? What do you, what do you think game this is? I, I'm looking. I'm looking. No, no, I paused it. I'm paused it. I'm oh, waiting for you. To, oh, like what, what kind type of game, of game right do you think it's going to be? G.I. Joe. Okay. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh, uh, you can take uh, all the who, time. What, what's, what's the developer's name? Who I does it? I have no idea. I have no idea. All right. All right. So they, they piss away always the 80s IPs. They have no idea what they're doing. Yep. So they wouldn't take any time or have a budget. So side scroller. Okay. Uh, side scroller. Uh, multiplayer. Okay. Uh, possible shooter like Contra, but it's GI Joe. They don't want guns to kids. So like old school River City Ransom punching shit. So guns and fists, side scroller. That's pretty fucking good, Sarge. Right? That's pretty fucking good. Here you go. It's it's you're pretty good. Look the graph the graphics, right? They got the cartoon, the art style and stuff down, right? This is the cartoon. This is literally just a fucking cartoon. Okay. Is it eighties rock though? Tell me, is it eighty rock? I I honestly don't remember. Okay. This is just the they're trailer. Now. G, they're probably saying G.I. Joe over and over again. Oh, wait, does this not show the Oh, I gotta find the other one for you. This is just a trailer. Hold on a second. This is just the trailer. I gotta find the actual gameplay. Hold up. Sorry. That's the wrong one. By the way, in case any of you guys in chat never grew up with 80s cartoons, right? I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry you grew up with Power Rangers and Pokemon for 20 years. But if you ever want to see like what an old cartoon was, watch G.I. Joe series. It's on you can watch all the things free on YouTube. Here here you go, Sarge. This is what the Especially game... the movie versions like the Mass Device or the Weather Dominator. This is what the game looks like. Are you ready? Here you go. Love love G.I. Joe. I don't want the subscribe button. Move the subscribe button. Okay. Here it is. Wrath of Cobra. Sarge is behind. He can't see it until till now. Oh, my God. It's Turtles in Time. That's it. It's Turtles in Time. It's, 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 it's exactly Turtles in Time. I'll tell you what, if it comes to Game Pass, I'll play it. Yeah. Another, I, 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 I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. I don't know what Hasbro's doing. Hasbro know, is sitting on a doing. goddamn gold mine of G.I. Joe, okay? On a gold mine of G.I. Joe. Sarge has brought up multiple times, take G.I. Joe, put it in Battlefield. Take G.I. Joe, that, that's a win, put it in Battlefield. That's all you gotta do. You, you you wanna bring back if you wanna bring back the Battlefield series and save G.I. Joe exactly at the same time. Motherfucking Joe Battlefield. Right. You put G.I. Joe Battlefield, end of story. You have your villain, you have your heroes, you have all your characters you can do. They can have their all their unlocks, whatever the fuck you want. And then every time guys are close together, you hear them scream out, Yo Joe or Cobra. Fucking done deal, bro. It's a done deal. Dude, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. Ready? Just so we don't get everyone pissed off in the parent groups, right? Every time you shoot down a a, a he plane parachutes out or, or, or blow over a tank, a guy parachutes yeah, he out. Parachutes you out. Get points. Yeah, but you still get points. Yeah, you still get points. Right? How do you right? how do you not? You want a buff? Right? The guy runs up your your Duke. His special ability. You push the button. He goes, Yo, Joe. The little thing spreads out. Anyone inside the circle? Yeah, they get buff. a buff. Right? That's correct. Same thing with Cobra. Yeah. Right? Cobra. It's a done deal, bro. And then all of a sudden they it's run a done in. Done right? deal. I, I don't understand. It's a done deal. How do they not see it? How, how do many, they not do how it? Many, 
How many vehicles can you unlock, bro? For GI Joe, There's how many vehicles could you unlock? Vehicles. Holy shit! Imagine this. Rattler, even better, bro. Do... Even better. Even even better. Right? Campaign mode. You go after the you go after the special uh, elements for the mass device. Uh... Right, right, yes. and so, right, and so instead of there being like a, instead of it being instead of conflict, it's a, it's a campaign mode, and whoever gets the elements scores a point, and if you get all the elements, you get to fire the weapon and destroy their base. I, I bro, it's done deal. I don't understand. Hasbro, fucking done deal. Hasbro, call done us, deal, call, dude. Call, call us up, would you, please? All the guys, right? Please. All the guys existing right now, all of them who have made a Battlefield game. You don't think we can fucking do a Battlefield G.I. Joe? Are you out of your fucking mind? I, I don't understand. Guys? Right? I don't I, I just don't understand how they're like, no, nah, it's gonna cost too much because it, it's G.I. Joe. I mean, for God's sake. G.I. Joe and Cobra Battlefield. We save both franchises <laughs> like that. Right? Like like that. Like just 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 give me give me four years. Assault assault on the Terradrome mission. Assault on the flag. An amphibious assault against the USS flag. It's a done deal, bro. It's a done deal. <laughs> I don't understand. I saw this water put it in the chat the other day, and I was like, I was like, oh, G.I. Joe. I was like, was this a new cartoon? I was like, oh. I was like, what is this? I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the trailer now. I guarantee you it's 80s rock. I know it is. You guys wouldn't answer me, but I know it is. <clears throat> it's gotta be. G.I. Joe uh, released an aircraft carrier. Ghostwood. Oh, Ghostwood. Never mind, never mind the aircraft carrier. Look up online. The guys who have modded the carrier, they gave it its own footprint. So it's an actual carrier. Instead of it being this close to the ground, it actually sits up, and they made an entire thing underneath. Look up that video. That's what a fucking toy is. Imagine that <laughs> toy in your kid's room. Look it up. Mod a modified USS flag. Is this the it USS flag modification 2023? You talk about yeah, is, they, is this they, it? They, they cut out a piece of wood. They did a piece of wood. They painted it. Yep. The whole thing. It go. sits above the. It sits above. It's, it's it's amazing. Here it is. I got it. That fast. Ghost, if you remember that thing at all, that was one thing we didn't have. But these guys built it. They put doorways inside there. They could put their vehicles inside it. It's it's fucking amazing. Look at this. If that imagine that being your toy on Christmas for your kid. This this is this is good stuff right here. God. Yeah, Krebsy, but when your kid has ADHD at six, he'll be a crackhead by the time he gets to 25, so you won't have to worry about him for too long. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I just, I'm just, I get so pissed that these, they try to make, they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to make a G.I. Joe IP, and they come out and they make that goddamn G.I. Joe they made the other day, the, a couple of years ago, right? The, the Overwatch clone. And then they're like, oh, we're going to make a Transformers one. And then they make the Transformers, and they have the Battlegrounds one. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Look at the size of that thing. You remember That's how big the plane table, was, dude. right? That's the size of a coffee right. table. You remember how big the plane was, right? Yeah. Well, you could put multiple planes on the ship. So <laughs> that, is, that, is a, that is a coffee table. <laughs> that, that, is still, that is still one of the greatest toys ever. Ever is that right there, especially with the modification on it. It that's the, one of the greatest toys ever. Yeah, that's that's furniture, ghost. That's exactly right. That's a coffee table. Yep. Now, uh, by the way, his version his version isn't as good. This not that's not the best version. He's got a walkie talkie attached to everything. Like the one I saw has complete compartments downstairs underneath. He he puts an entire 
That's not the. That's not even the best one, bro. You don't have the best one. That's, I'll find the best one. I'll send it to you. That's not the best one. There's another nope. one. Nope. There's one better than that one. <laughs> that's just a. That's just a basic stand. All right. Let me see if this is it from 2022. Yeah. Let me see. Don't worry about it. You'll find it eventually. Is this, is this the uh, one? Reminiscing, this, reminiscing this, about this, good, good stuff, this is, man. This, good is, stuff. this is probably it right here. This, is, this has got to be it. Is this it? Where he's got the the compartment underneath. It looks the same though. It looks like the same. Uh... No, it's a different. It, you'll it, you'll notice a difference because there's giant containers underneath. Like there, there's a whole different rooms he makes. Yeah. It's impressive. That's not it either. Here's another one. Interesting. I'll look at this. Or we have. We always have hope. We always have hope. <clears throat> the problem is, is that the IP is staring you dead in the face. It fits the genre of game you're looking for. Yeah. It's it's popular. It's something that you could put in there. You don't have to worry about political bullshit. You have to worry about who you're going to pick as the bad guy. We can't pick the Russians or the Chinese or the Taliban because we're going to offend somebody. So we have a we have a good guy and we have a bad guy. Right. Nobody gets blamed. Fictitious world. Unlimited, unlimited right. vehicles. You've got like 400 vehicles. You can rotate vehicles in and out. I mean, it, it the game makes itself. How do how do you not have how do you not have a He-Man game, okay, like a Mortal Kombat? How do you not have Hasbro, okay? How do you not have a He-Man, okay? Hasbro owns He-Man now, right? I, I, I'm pretty sure they do, right? Or is it Mattel still? No, Mattel. Hasbro needs Hasbro needs to go. Dude. Like, how do you not take a He-Man and make it into a game like a Mortal Kombat where you're fighting with the big guys, right? How do you not I, take I, a G.I. Joe and make it into a battlefield? I imagine Hasbro looks exactly like the boardroom from the movie uh, Big with Tom Hanks. You got a bunch of suits in a room who have no idea what they're doing, and some goofy ass guy who's actually a kid goes, Why don't we make why don't we make robots that turn into insects? And he invents the transformer things during that period of time. And like this guy wants to make a building into a robot. Like, bro, I if you're working for a toy company, right? Here's here's how the rules should work for a toy company. In a toy company, starting age is twenty-five. At 45, you retire. You're out, right? Because we can't have old, crusty people trying to dictate what's fun for children, all right? It doesn't <laughs> fucking work, right? The only thing that can happen is if you die, your kid becomes CEO, right? That's the only way it should work because none of these fun guys know how to run a fucking toy company. Like, I used to play with a hoop and stick. That was exciting. <laughs> like, oh, we're, we have a great lineup. We've got a great lineup of figures. They're uh, anatomically correct and uh, geographically uh, correct for uh, proper people in the area that we sell them for. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? All right, last question. It says, uh, Powerball says, after the PlayStation state of play or lack of thereof, what 2024 PlayStation release are you excited for? I mean, I'm interested in uh, Helldivers 2. But I'm a little worried about Helldivers 2. But then again, I don't even know PlayStation, so it doesn't really matter. right? I guess I could play it on PC. But Helldivers 2 kind of worried me because they said it was only $40. And I was like, what's the problem with it? Like, it's not a big game. Is it microtransaction filled? Like, I, I don't know anything about Helldivers, but it, it piqued my interest. I think the trailer you just showed me for G.I. Joe. Yeah. That'd be the same trailer for the Battlefield game. Oh, sure. That would be the you, you wouldn't even have to remake the trailer. You just show that. <laughs> just the same trailer and just say just the same trailer and, and, and GI and, and, Joe and, and, and battlefield, battlefield, right? Wrath of Cobra Battlefield game. Yep, that's it. Yep. Don't you make fun of Sailor Moon, Power Boss? Let's not start throwing rocks. <laughs>
Yeah, Sailor it, Moon was like the adult version of Strawberry Shortcake, wasn't she? Uh, no, more. Like strawberry, short, no. strawberry Shortcake was like a little girl no, no. thing, and then Sailor Moon was like the older girl. Sailor Moon was the was the better version of Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright, got yes. it. That's right. Sailor Moon, uh, I guess, would be the hotter cartoon, right? I guess it would be, like, the more risque whatever. Look, Power Boss just came out of a coma. You said Sailor Moon. Something's happening over that house. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even watch his anime anymore. He's, he's, all, he's all mad. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it for us. On Generation X Gaming, 367 is in the can. We do appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with us each and every single week. Uh, we do these about 42 weeks of the year. Uh, if you like what we do here, make sure you hit that like button down below. Hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed yet. And if you'd like to go above me on that, you can become a member as little as $5. It helps us out. Uh, we do lots of different content on this channel, or at least I do a lot of different content on this channel. We do uploads. We do news stories Monday through Thursday, 10 o'clock in the morning till about noon Eastern. We also do Let's Plays from Monday through Wednesday evenings. Uh, next week, we're going to play... Um, I don't know. When, it was, when does Dark Tide come out? I think October 4th. We might play that because of the Game Pass. We might play uh, Warhammer Dark Tide uh, with Sarge. Or we might play um, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 co-op stuff. Um, and then in the future, me and Sarge might be playing some Halo Infinite. Uh, but we're going we're to do campaign. uploads. Yeah, the campaign. So that's what we got on the docket coming down later this year or whatnot. So appreciate it very much. You guys have a great rest of your night and have a good weekend. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.